my head in the cloud. And if this letter happens to reach you, you gon' turn me down. But I can't blame my people for thinking the way that I live is tall. Just throwing us off at the path to rebuild the connection we lost through the slavery we lost today. I'm knowing you're off way more. Something to go to the crib and stay for. I'm done with these hoes. Don't need to be ashamed by what they did to you. It's all in the struggle. Ain't a thing that they could do to keep us from being a couple. Stole your gold and mining your diamonds using guns and muscle. Never accounted them how much I love you. And I could never watch you suffer like that. Age killing you by the millions. Yet through the trials, you smile and continue to stand resilient. For all the world to see, you are the girl for me. When I get back, we gon' relax and drink some herbal tea comfortably. Once we clean up the mess, cause living without you got my life in the stress and unrest. My you. Some heavy stuff, some deep stuff, right? Well, you know, 
what is this, right? You know, then you heard your brother come in with the language, Unk Ujasin Eb right? Meaning peace, life, prosperity, and wellness. And you're probably thinking to yourself, right? What in the world is he saying? What language is that? Right? Meduna what? Unk Uja what? Right? We said that Meduna Ter, right, was the language that we were speaking. And, you know, just to make sure that we're all on the same page, Meduna Ter is the correct name of the language of the place that many of us know today as ancient Egypt, in which our illustrious black African ancestors, they referred to their native land, right, called Egypt today, as Kemet or Tamerim. And Meduna Ter was the language that they spoke, right? Right? Mouth of Kemet. Okay? And, you know, if you didn't know that, right? If you didn't know that, uh, you know, the language was called Medunater, not hieroglyphics or Egyptian, right? If you didn't know that our illustrious black African ancestors, right, were the indigenous native people of that land, right? You didn't know. That you can use the words black, illustrious, and ancestors in the same sentence, in the same context, referring to the same people, (laughs) referring to your people, our people. Well, I want to say to you, welcome to the show. You you are in the right place because you just got a quick glimpse of what this kukim or black light is all about, right? The cool Kim, the black light, is all about resurrecting, restoring, reclaiming, passing in, bathing in, and shining, right? Walking in that illustrious black light of our illustrious black African ancestors. Yo, and if it sounds a little funny to you, you're not used to hearing those words put together. They clash a little bit on your ear. You know, you make you feel a little strange inside. Don't be alone. Don't be alone. We ain't here to do no harm. We're just trying to exercise that really lift chip out of your brain, out of your spirit, right? Out of our brains, out of our spirits as we drill in the ma'at, right? We drill in this ma'akwaru, this real talk, this true word, right? This true word. Right? As we drill it in, <laughs> we exercise and we reach out. So, you know, once again, if y'all want to say welcome to the show, you can get with those things, right? You can get with the things that we're talking about. Welcome to the show. Okay? Man, we got a lot of the family in the building today. It's, it's looking good. It's looking good. I'm feeling good. Vibration is high. You know, we got a very, very, very special show today. You know, we're just coming off of. Man, a few months hiatus, right? Um, you know, had to get some things organized, putting some work in-house with the fam, right? Also, just, you know, step back to always, you know, it's always good to step back and to reorient, right? To to refocus, right? Always good to do that. And, you know, that's what we did over the past few months Getting things in line, getting things in order, getting some plans together, putting the work in, right? And now we're back. And not only are we back, but we're back celebrating our second year anniversary of the show. Cool Kim, right? And today's show, in, you know, in perfect, uh, 
you know, synchronicity, if you will. You know, definitely, you know, it wasn't uh, initially planned like this after I named the show, you know, before I named the show, but after I looked at the, you know, the date of the very first episode of Cool Kim, I said, well, 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 will you look at that? It's the anniversary show. <laughs> right? So, you know, the return of Hedaru was an annual occasion, right? It was an annual occasion, and the people, our ancestors, celebrated the return of Hedaru annually, right? As they um, celebrated and awaited the return of the annual inundation or the flood of the Hopi or Nile, right? So, you know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the story. We're going to get into, right, what it is that Ku Kim is, you know, has in store, what it is that he needs to, has in store, what it is that Repat Nation has in store, right, for this year. And, you know, definitely, 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 we want to, you know, get back on the knowledge, right? We got to, man, it's it's very, very um, fitting as far as the, the subject today, right, as it relates to uh, the return of Hedaru and, you know, the the um, subject matter that we dealt with, right, in relationship to the subject matter that we dealt with right before we took the break, you know, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about why that's significant and why it's fitting, etc. and so on in the grand scheme of the cosmology and the tradition, right? Um, you know, so that's that's what we got going on. But before I go any further, man, oh, let me get myself together. I right? gotta get myself in line. Make sure we do things in the right order, right? Excuse your brother. <laughs> Want to make sure we keep things in line with the divine, and we're doing things in two sides. So before we go any further, I want to first start things off by paying homage and saluting rank, right? Want to say. That is, salutation of power, Father, Mother, Neter, right? Father, Mother, Neter, Divine, Mother and Father. I salute you. That is, salutation of power to the Neteru, the Divine Forces of Nature. I want to say, Neteretin. Jared to you, Emi you hot, Emi you ba, Tepi you o, Shepsu, right? That is, salutation of power to the ancestors, the ancient ones, the legendary ones, right? Those from before, those at the beginning, those at the head, right? The holy ones, the sacred ones, our ancestors. We salute you. I want to say, in Neteritin, Jerti you ek. Jerti you ek, that is, salutation of power to your ancestors. You, right? You, who's listening. I salute your ancestors. And I want to say, Neteritin, that is, salutation of power to you all as manifestations, expressions, Emanations, literally the walking incarnation and embodiments of Niter yourselves. What we just went through, family, was our divine ancestral lineage. Because for us, 
we as an African people practicing an African tradition, looking at the world with an African worldview, right? For us, we trace our lineage all the way back to the creator and even beyond the creator back to the source of creation itself. Noon, chaos, right? The all, right? And that is to say, for us, right, Niter is our first ancestor. We trace our lineage through our blood relatives, right, back to the original man and the original woman and through the original man and original woman back to the interu, the forces of nature itself, right? And through the forces of nature back to the creator, to Niter, right, to Ra, right, to the very first concentrated force and intelligence that manifested in the universe. We trace our lineage all the way back to that, and we trace our lineage all the way back beyond that to the source of that force, that very first force, that very first intelligence, that very first manifestation. We trace our lineage beyond that back to the source of it, back to the womb that bore it. Right? That's our divine ancestral lineage. However, not only is that our divine ancestral lineage, but for us as an African people, practicing an African tradition, looking out at the world through an African worldview, for us, there is only one being in existence, period. And that one being is Niter. Right? And all other beings are manifestations, expressions, incarnations, the embodiment of Niter, that one being. So not only is that our divine ancestral lineage, but it is also the divine evolutionary and creative process that we as that one being brought ourselves, willed ourselves, spoke ourselves into existence. Coming forth as creator, coming further forth as interu, coming further forth as the original man, the original woman, and through the line and through the years, right, constantly reduplicating, replicating, reproducing ourselves, right, ultimately till it culminates in our very existence right here, right now, in this very present moment. That family is the Kukim. Those twin aspects of the single same knowledge, self-knowledge, is the black light. Our divine ancestral lineage and the divine evolutionary and creative process that speaks directly to our divine self. As one with that creator One with that divine being One with the source of creation That is the divine self-knowledge That is going to elevate our people Out of the condition that we currently find ourselves in That is the bright light That is going to Going to illuminate The way out of the darkness That we currently find ourselves in Alright If you can get with that <laughs> I want to say welcome to the show once again. All right, man, we got a good one going on. Got to make sure I take my time, right? Don't wanna, don't wanna overexert myself a little too early. <laughs> 
But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I will that the family is feeling good. Everyone is is feeling, you know, vibration high, right? High spirits in good health, right? Okay, so we're going to go ahead on. But before we go and get into our subject, going to open the lines for the first time today. You know, we like to do that about every 30 minutes or so. Open up the lines for the family to chime in and to... You know, talk about, uh, you know, if they wanted to say what's up, right? Give them a chance to ask, you know, questions, make comments, right? Greet the family, greet the listeners, okay? So we're going to do that. Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Unc Benu. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio. We're dealing with the subject, the return of Het Heru, and we're celebrating the second year anniversary of Cool Kim Radio. All right? Got some things to talk about. Right, if you like to call in, right, you have something that you like to say over the air, by all means, feel free to do so. We'd love to hear from you. And if by chance you do have something that you like to say or share, but you don't necessarily want to call in, please feel free to leave that comment or question in the Talks Live chat room. We'll get to it ASAP, family. All right, I'm going to go down here. Hetepu, South Carolina, you're on the air. Hello? To you! Hetep, peace, brother! Hotep, peace to you. All right, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, I just want to say that I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. And um, and I plan on trying to tune in every week. Um, I'm, I'm still kind of new to all this. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm just glad to see that, you know, someone is doing it. Oh man, Dwight and brother, really appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. And yo, any day, we're happy to have you every week, whenever you want to. Hey, just like you're on right now, call in. And if at any time you have you know, something that you like to say, question, you know, something that you like to share, by all means, feel free to do so, brother. It's good to have you with us. Okay, I, I, I do want to say um, one other thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, some of the other brothers and sisters that I, I speak with sometimes. I think even you, um, I, I I was in a group that we did have a um, a thing over the internet where we had a little conference with you. Okay, um, excellent. But I, I keep struggling with um, the people that's so asleep, like trying, mm-hmm. you know, not, you know, they say just leave them alone, basically. But it, it's yeah. Hard. That's that's hard for me. I keep trying to wake people up, and, and, and I, I just want you. Can, could you speak on that for a minute, about <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think we could do an entire series for years to come just off of my personal struggle with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I definitely I definitely feel you. Um, yeah, you know when when you're you know when you first come into you know, the knowledge from my ancestors, right? Our, our divine ancestral knowledge. You first come into the truth, right? Especially after, you know, going through a period of, you know, you know, darkness or, you know, a period of ignorance to the truth that wasn't necessarily um voluntary, right? Like you didn't you didn't you didn't volunteer to place yourself into that. Like, you know, 
um, either it was inherited, but you know, at the top of the, you know, at the top of the inheritance, we find some some hands that didn't have our people's best intentions at heart. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So somebody, you know, you know, somebody basically died, right? right. And um, you know, when when we first realized that you know we've been had, you know, we've been took hoodwinked, right? When right. we first realized that, you know, the the reaction I think for many of us is like, whoa, you know what I mean? And you know, we you know we get upset, and definitely um, once we get a hold to some truth and like with you know we have the conviction right you know it's validated for us there's definitely that um you know that's like the beginning of or the birth of that heru spirit right that's the that's the birth of heru you know heru is the hero right you know a lot of people say that you know say that uh you know hero actually comes from heru right but um yeah, you know, like once once that Heru spirit is born, right? It's it's like yo, we we want to go to war with Sutesh, you know, or Set, right? Which which we can say in this case represents the ignorance, the chaos, the confusion that you know our people are in, you know. And it's even more uh, of a struggle if you know those people are family, you know, they're they're your family, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, you know, it's 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 something that I think you know many of us go through. Um, but it's it's one it's one of those things that you know I guess it's almost like hindsight is twenty twenty. When you know, if you have a community, right? You know, folk that are are sharing with you and going through the the growth process with you, it's a little bit easier. But you know, I'm not gonna say it's going to disappear. That fire, that fire is still is still gonna burn for you know burn and rage for a minute. But um, you know, over time, you you know you um become a little bit more refined in your approach. So it's it's not really about ever you know you never really actually stop trying to reach them you know reach our people but you know we become a little bit more refined in our approach like you know i know when you know when i first got a hold of just a little bit right now i'm not even talking about talking about this stuff i'm talking about just a little bit right um you know i remember you know and you know my like my natural my natural personality is is heru behudet like so that's a straight fire warrior we go on the war kind of spirit and yo I used to take it to everybody right you know out debating going you know if I catch the Jehovah's Witnesses I'm going at the Jehovah's Witnesses I catch the Mormons on campus I'm going at the Mormons right just going right. and you know just um, trying to destroy. Um, you know, untruths and, and ignorance wherever I saw it. And, you know, I noticed that though my intentions were good, you know, my intentions were definitely good, and, you know, I really wanted to reach my people in the manner that, um, you know, I was bringing it, you know, which was really just the passion and, you know, that passion, that fire, you know, it ends up, you know, burning more bridges and, and you know, people actually run from it a little bit more than they, they gravitate towards it. And what I found is either way it go, whether they whether they um respond immediately to what it is that you share with them or not, the seed has been planted. 
right? The seed has been planted. So as they continue their journey, you know, and everything comes full circle, something is going to happen that is going to cause that seed to germinate. Right? It might take some time for, for that seed to go through the thickness of, of some of our people's skulls. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, it's it's definitely something that, um, you know, it's a time it's a time thing. You know, like nobody gets it before, you know, their time. Right? No matter how much we try to, you know, we try to, um, you know, make them get it. But, um, yeah, just, you know, just I say say what you got to say. Plant your seed. Right? I say what you got to say if you get if you feel you got to say it, right? <laughs> okay. And you know, just um yeah, right, just just be cool with it, you know. Definitely be let's say be conscious of not burning the bridge. Right? You know, and another good thing to always do is just to remember um where we came from. You know, as far as like, you know, coming out of that same um, condition that you know, many of our people go in, you know, and when we look at it like that, it'll allow us to come from a place more of compassion, um, and, you know, that will help to temper that fire as well. Okay, well, well thanks for all that, brother. Excellent question, brother. I appreciate you. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Head to pool. Okay. Head to pool. New York, New York, you're on the air. Is, is that Shim Sally, man? You. Yeah. You. Hey, Tepu. Neskret. Nesera. Neskret. Ek. Ekoku, dua. Excellent. Wow. You. Do you have anything you'd like to uh, say or add? Any questions or comments? Um, I, um, I wanted to say that I'm happy to be in the building to celebrate the uh, second anniversary of KUKEM. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking forward to the information that's going to be coming out today. All right. That's a good word. Dwao, I'll be back. See you. See you. What's up? What's up? All right. Hetapu. Is is this the Hamani Suwarit? Queen Mother Marina Turks, you're on the air. That's a pool. All right, to you. That's a pool. To you, to you. What's the good word? Well, I, I would break into uh, some Tony, 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 but I don't think you're going to hear that. So <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep quiet and uh, just excited to... Uh, to hear the presentation today. All right. That's a good word. I'll be back. You. All right. Hit Hi, that. Hey, baby. <laughs> that was baby girl Benu right there at the end of that. Go on now. Southeast Missouri. Is that the good brother Amari Sineferu? Uncle Johnson there. All right, Uncle Johnson there. To you. That's correct, brother. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Really, 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 really happy and congratulations on your second year of Cool Kim's. 
Uh-huh. Really, I'm really, really happy that you created Cool Kim, and I'm really, really feel blessed to be a part of the family. Family is a wonderful family. It's an excellent program, and it is actually giving me the ability to really understand the traditions, our comedic traditions. You know, for a long time, I've I've raised over and studied and learned a lot about African history and culture. But to really get the interpretations is a whole nother ball of wax. And I, I, really, I believe that Ku Kim has done a lot in giving me that. And it has given me a power that I didn't have before. A power in my personal life, a power in my understanding of nature and the universe. And it's also given me a power in this struggle that I'm in 100% in terms of the liberation of black people. So it's sure. a wonderful program. It has it, it has a lot of great benefits to to the knowledge and the lessons I study and listen to it all the time. And and I really want to congratulate you for the I call this work. This is real work. You know, putting the work in and doing an excellent job at it. So to you. Um, um, all I can say is uh, doing the test for you, doing the test for all of us, uh, for everything that's happening in the last two years, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. Dwight the test. Appreciate it, brother. It's good to have you in the building with us. All right. All right. I'm, for, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to hearing. I'm sure I can feel the energy that you're going to shoot us with some powerful information, and I'm looking forward, and I'm going to sit back and and get myself some pad in case I have any questions along the way. So bring it on. All right. <laughs> right. Dude, do I tell do I old brother? I'll be back. Oh, oh. Hit up. Hit up. Okay. You know, the, the QMC invoked Tony, Tony, Tony. You know, we going to It Never Rains in Southern California. Hit up, pool. California, you're on the air. <laughs> That's a pool, I bet. Hep it too. Uncle Narsonet, but she man alias fresh. Holding it down for Cool Cam, Black Light on the West Side. What's going on, man? Hey, it's all good, brother. You know, Ikra Cool Dwa. Too, it's good to have you on the air. You know what I mean? You have uh, anything that you like to say or add? Come in a question. What's going on your way? Hey, I just want to, you know, echo the sentiments of my man, Amari Snepper, you know, all those amazing things about Cool Cam. I agree 100%. I want to say that. And beautiful. We All right. That's the good word, brother. Appreciate you. Good to have you in the building. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. All right, y'all. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Take me off. Peace. Two. Heads up. All right. Heads up, South Carolina, number two. You're on the air. Hotel, hotel. All right. Big brother Equanif. Hey. What's going on? Man, everything is all good. When the QM spoke of that Tony, Tony, Tony. Man, that made me uh, reminisce, man. And happy anniversary, brother. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, thank you for the job that you do. And um, basically the tag on behind everybody that spoke even with the brilliant questions, the good energy. 
Man, I'm glad and happy that Cool Kim is back on the line because this is a good form of medication. Um, it has allowed me to definitely structure myself in the right and proper way in order to fight the beast um, that is all around us and and to encourage others to do that as well. So I greatly appreciate you, brother. Um, Dwao. Wow. Dude, appreciate you, you too, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you, brother. Keep up the good work, and um, I'm happy to celebrate with you and um, celebrate in on the um, wonderful products that we got and uh, the things that you have brought to us, and um, you know that we will bring back to the um, to the place. So um, I'm riding with the energy. Wow. Dude, the brother. Appreciate you. I'll be back. You. Okay. All right, all right. Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Uncle New. We're listening to Cool Kim Radio. And, right, we're about to get into our subject. We're dealing with the subject, the return of Het Heru. Man, let's let's get into this, right? So, let's get into the story. Het Heru. This is, you know, Het Heru, man, let's make sure that everyone knows who Het Heru is, first and foremost. Het Heru is, you know, the interit, right? The feminine divine force of music, love, right? Harmony, dance, right? Um, sensuality, right? Sexuality, right? Creation. And, you know, though there's, there's many, um, you know, many you know, feminine divine principles in the comedic tradition, right? You know, varying um, expressions of the, the, you know, great mother, feminine principle. You know, Heteru is probably the, you know, one of the oldest, definitely one of the most popular and, you know, one of the most important of, you know, of them in the tradition. And, you know, if we, when we think about the term, uh, mother nature, right? When people used to use the term mother nature, right? They say mother nature, right? Um, Heteru is, you know, probably, you know, she, let's say if there was going to be a force in the comedic tradition that vies for that title, Heteru would be that force, okay? Um, as relates to the other Neteru, she is, you know, in one instance, she's considered, you know, the mother of Ra, okay, the mother of Ra, right? And, you know, Ra, of course, is the creator in most traditions in cosmologies, you know, regardless of whether it's uh, Minefer, Kimnu, um, you know, you know, what have you, right? Each one of these traditions is Ra that comes forth, or they come forth as Ra, right, and bring forth the creation of the physical universe. So Ra is the creator in the comedic tradition, okay? And, you know, Heru, when she's considered the mother of Ra, she is, she is associated with the, with the um, you know, with the source of creation, the all. Right, the infinite called Noon or Nu, right? So in this particular instance, she would be the womb that Ra was born from, right? Yasuasit, right? Yasuasit, the great 
grand, grandmother of the Netaru, the mother of Ra. Okay? So in some instances, Heteru is the mother of Ra. Then there's other instances where she is the wife of Ra, right? Called Ra'it or Arat, okay? And, you know, this, this aspect of Heteru is the feminine counterpart of Ra and also the actual vehicle, right? The physical vessel through which Ra manifests. Okay, through which Ra carries out his work. Okay, and you know, we can, we definitely, I think we did a few shows on Heteru during the, during the Netaru series. So, you know, definitely something if you uh, want to go back into our archives, right? The archives are fat, right? It, it's fat, man. We got all kinds of episodes in there. It's loaded, you know, over 90 something episodes, right? In the Kukim archives. For you to download free of charge, by the way. Alright, definitely want to check those out. But, um, yeah, Heteru, in some instances, she is the the wife of Ra, okay? And, you know, in other instances, she is the daughter of Ra and associated with his eye, okay? And associated with, you know, associated with his eye, the irit Ra or the ma'at in Ra, okay? The, the eye of Ra and, you know, which is also associated with the yoreit or what, other people refer to as the Uraeus, we see a cobra on, you know, on Ra's head, right? Encircling the sun. Okay, the Yatin, the sun. Right? That sun and that serpent is actually one symbol. They go together, right? It's one symbol. And that sun and that serpent is associated with the eye of Ra. That sun and that serpent is associated and identified with Het Heru, okay? And it is said that Ra exists within the pupil, the iris of his eye. What are we saying here? This is something that a lot of people aren't aware of. We keep hearing, rise the sun, rise the sun, rise the sun. No, actually, Ra is not the sun. Ra is the intelligence Within the sun, emanating, you know, that is, you know, at the core of the sun, but the actual sun, the light, the rays itself, is Heteru. Okay? It's another subject for another time, but just to give some, some background, some backdrop on who Heteru is, right? Heteru is very important. Okay? Very, very important. Right? Other instances, he's called the Jorits, right? The Jorits in Ra, the or the Jorits in the tear, right? The hand of Ra, or the um, you know the you know the divine hand, right? This is the she is the hand that Ra carries out the work of creation with. Okay, and if we understood that, then other aspects of the cosmology, when you know Ra talks about taking himself in his hand. Okay, right? Understand that the hand is Heteru, right? It's, it's a very, very rich and intricate, you know, cosmology, you know. But there's a, there's a special part that we want to get to now, right? In, so, you know, in association with um, Heteru, right? In relationship to Ra. And this is a story um, called the wandering interest, right? You know, the wandering tear. And, you know, the way the story goes, basically, 
right? When Ra brought forth the the creation, you know, the very first forces that came from him was Ishu and Tufnut. Okay, Ishu and Tufnut. And when Ishu and Tufnut came forth from Ra, it says that Heheru followed behind them, right? His eye, right? Followed behind them. Okay? And when she when she left, right? She got lost. Took her a minute to get back, to find her way back home. But while she was away, Ra created another eye in her place. Okay? So when when Heteru came home, she found that Ra had created another eye, another woman in her place. And, you know, that was a no-no. Right? That was a no-no. <laughs> she found another in her place. And, you know, when she when she saw the other eye, she became angry with Ra and lashed out at him. Okay? She lashed out at him, transforming into the internet called Sekhmet. Right? Sekhmet. And Sekhmet, right, is totally different from Heteru, but is the is the aspect of Heteru um, once Heteru becomes upset. Right, we're going to talk about you know a few things in in relationship to this because this is a tradition that we can see its lineage. Right, we can see its lineage in other traditions, West African traditions, the exact same story. Right. Or, you know, the exact same forces at work in similar symbolism and cosmologies, right? We're going to get into it. But, um, you know, Hedaru, you know, she sees this chick. <laughs> and she snaps, man. She she turns into a sycamore, lashes out at Ra, and then she leaves him. Okay, she leaves him. And, you know... It said that when Ra, when Heteru left Ra, you know, she, he became depressed, impotent, right? Couldn't get anything done. You know, when, when Heteru left Ra, life left Ra. And life, by consequence, left Kemet. Okay? Life left Kemet. So, in regards, you know, you know, you know, in regards to this, or in relationship to this, we can correlate this to the um, the cycles of the flooding of the Nile, by right? the annual flood. Okay, you know the the flood was followed by the planting season. Okay, you know Aket, right, the inundation. Okay, then we have the planting season. Okay, called Pert, right? Followed by Shemu, okay? Shemu is our equivalent of summer. But, you know, after the flood and, you know, followed by the summer, the, the intense heat, you know, that is in the summer in Kemet, this was associated with Heteru. After the harvest and all of the, all of the water, right, has gone, the land is dried up, Okay? Um, the people await the return of the flood waters so that they can have another prosperous year, be able to plant their food in fertile soil um, and, you know, reap a nice harvest to be able to sustain themselves for the, for the rest of the year, okay? And if by chance 
the flood was not what they hoped it would be, okay, then, of course, their yield, their harvest, you know, um, definitely, you know, reflected that, okay? So we hear stories about the famines, right? The seven-year famine when the when the flood wasn't popping and the people, the country pretty much was was um the collapsed, the the country collapsed pretty much, right? That's a story, um, you know, based upon the story that took place during the fourth dynasty, um, you know, third or fourth dynasty with the um, Nisu Joser, okay. Right, fourth dynasty, Joser. Okay, and um, you know, so this is this is something very important. The the flooding of the Nile, right? The 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 Nile Valley, right? And the Nile River were the were the was the pretty much the lifeline of the the nation. Okay, and you know when the flood when the flood waters receded, right? That was associated with Heteru leaving. And the seasons that followed, the you know, the lack of fertility and the heat and the dryness, right? The fire was associated with Shechemet. Okay? Now, in order for the waters to return, Heteru had to be, or let's say Shechemet had to be appeased. So that she can transform or change back to Hedaru, right? In other words, come back to her senses, right? So that she can come back to Ra and life returns with her to Kemet. The flood follows her. Okay, so we're gonna talk. Gonna talk about this, right? What What did Ra do, man? What did What did Ra do? How did he get his woman back? <laughs> okay, so you know, according to the story. Right, you know, and just the tradition in general. Shechemet, she's not, she's not nothing to play with, right? When you you read the stories or you hear the stories about the destruction of mankind, right? You know, you know, Shechemet is quoted saying, you know, she's never felt so alive after she begins to slaughter the people, right? The people were slaughtered in the story because they, you know, they begin to plot and conspire against Ra, like, you know, it's like. You know, they were disrespectful, they were dissing him, they're like, look at him, look how old he is, lip hanging to the floor, his, his, you know, his, uh, you know, the saliva is running down to, is touching the ground, and, you know, he's looking old, his hair's like rapist lazuli, his, his, um, you know, bones are like silver, right? <laughs> really going in on him, and, uh, you know, they was, they were, you know, there's a few stories where, you know, you know, men start smelling themselves and they begin to, you know, conspire against Ra. So Ra, becoming aware of this, he sought counsel with the Netaru and he asked him what he should do. And, you know, they said, yo, put <laughs> put second man on him. Right? And that's uh that's what he did. But you know, after she went out and began to deal with those that were um you know, those that were, you know, you know, transgressing against Ra, she, you know, basically became like, it's like the bloodthirsty, right? She became bloodthirsty. And she's quoted for saying, I have never felt so alive, right? It is sweet to my heart to have mastery or power over men. Right? That's what Second Man said, right? 
Okay, so it's you know, she she whenever she went, she left a blood bath, right? Say so she waited in blood. So, you know, one version of the story is they, you know, they mix, right? As as far as the, the destruction of mankind goes, and you brought her back through mixing red ochre, right? Red ochre, red pigment, red clay with beer, right? So that she would think that it was blood. So once she got filled up off of this red clay and and um, beer, right? Assuming it's blood, she would get drunk and they'd be able to bring her back, etc. and so on. Because right? you couldn't just, you know, directly approach Sekhmet. You know, she she rip you up. Like, you know, one of her epithets is all of the Netaru fear you. So not only does man not want it with Sekhmet, but according to the tradition, the Netaru don't want it with Sekhmet. <laughs> okay, Ra doesn't want it with Sekhmet. So, you know, that's um that's that story. But you know, in regards to the you know the creation cosmology and the wandering, to, you have to see gets upset with Ra for creating another in her place. He had to send to Huti, okay, after her, right? He sent to Huti, and you know, to Huti went to her, and you know, he had to be wise in his approach. He couldn't just come at her and try to force her to come back or. Or, you know, anything like that. So he went to her and told her stories, right? Sang songs, played music, right? You know, stories, music, songs, dance, right? And through this, he charmed her and gradually brought her back to her senses as he brought the joy back. Right? And even, you know, you know, even after all of that, right, it is said that she was so mad, right, she had gotten so mad that she had to take a dip into the river just to cool off. And when she dipped into the river, the water turned red. Okay? <laughs> right? So, you know, one of her names is Desharet, the red one. Okay? Or the bloody one. Right? But, um... You know, after, you know, dipping in the water, cooling off, cleansing herself, she returned to Kemet. And, you know, with her, the flood waters returned to Kemet. And Ra decreed that every year, right, in, in honor of Hetheru, okay, and to appease Hetheru, the people should celebrate and have a festival commemorating that event, right? She returned to Ra, his life returned, his power returned, his light returned, right? And life, power, light, prosperity, right? Unk Uja Sin Eb, right? Life, prosperity, and health returned to Kemet with Heteru. Okay? What does this mean? How does this relate to, you know, what does this have to do with Ku and Right? Let's talk about it. But we're gonna talk about it after we come back. <laughs> Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Uncle New. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio, dealing with the subject, the return of Hetheru. Right? I'm celebrating the second anniversary of Cool Kim Radio. Right? Gonna get into some things, get into some things. Gonna talk more about the importance of Hetheru. 
as it relates to life and creation. And, uh, you know, going to talk about, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, Hininsu has going on, right? Some of the things that we got in play. You know, it's, it's a celebration, so we're definitely going to keep the vibration high, right? But if you like to call in, right, we're about to open up the lines. And if you like to call in, by all means, feel free to do so. You have something that you like to add or say, question or comment. We love to hear from you. And if by chance you do have something that you like to say or add, but you don't necessarily want to call in, feel free to leave that comment or question in the talk to live chat room. We'll get to it A S A P. Okay. Gonna go down real quick. South Carolina, my brother, you're on the air. Yo, if you don't mind, can I, can I get your, your name real quick, brother, so that I can, you know, so I can refer to you by your in, by your name? Heads of pool. South Carolina. Okay. Okay, brother, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I had my phone muted out, so I didn't realize it. Oh, and it's all good, brother. It's all good. Do you, you, you have anything you'd like to add? Any questions or comments? Uh, no, I'm just sitting here soak, soaking in everything. Um, I, I don't have anything to add right now. All right, all good. Keep up the good work. To you, Dwight, brother. I check back with you. Okay. Okay. Heads up. Heads up. All right, Hetepu, Sim Salibet, you're on the air. You. To you. All right, to you. You got anything you'd like to say to Ed? Um, to you. Uh, first of all, it's uh, really, really um, great information that's uh, you know, coming out, coming to the fore. Um, and I also wanted to ask you, do you see this as a... The time of the return of Tedaru. Yes, I say you mean you mean as far as uh right now as we speak in the world? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I definitely can't speak for the world. I can speak for us, so as we're concerned in relationship to the world, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, ab- absolutely. Um, you know, and let's say Season-wise, right, season-wise, there's, you know, there's rituals that are, uh, that were performed during this time of the year um, to to basically appease Sekhmet, right, so that she would remain Heteru to ward off what was called the messengers of Sekhmet or the arrows of Sekhmet, which were associated with the, um, Associated with the you know what was considered annual plagues and pestilence, okay, but um you know let's say as far as as far as the seasons and the cycles go here, um the springtime can definitely be associated with hetero, okay definitely, but um yeah you know this is this is the return. Of hetero. Now, what does that mean? You know, we're talking about life. We're talking about prosperity. We're talking about health. We're talking about, um, you know, the light because we mentioned hetero actually, you know, personifying the sun, right? She's the light, right? Hetero 
um, you know, representing the light and also being the interit of love and joy, right? She she's about good time and enjoying yourself, enjoying your life, right? That's what this is about. This is about the return of the light and us utilizing the light, the knowledge that we have in order to um, create the life that we want and to enjoy our lives, right? To enjoy our lives. And, and the, you know, as we're going to talk about the importance of joy, right? You know, why was it that Ra was impotent, right? I mean, he couldn't do nothing, right? After Hedru left, but Ra is the creator, <laughs> right, so you know, after after Hetero left, the Creator couldn't create. So you know, we're going to talk about the importance of joy, you know, in in respect to you know the process of creation and creativity, and um, you know, get into that that good stuff. But yeah, definitely, I could say I could say that you know, yeah, it's Hetero time for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. let's see. Um, one other thing, if I could, if I could ask another question. To you. Um. Uh. How can you relate? If if so, right now it's still kind of like transitioning out of a second bad kind of an energy. Uh, if you're looking at history over, say, the past couple of thousand years. Mm-hmm. Um. How how can we uh, relate uh, recent history, say the past two thousand years, to um, the energy of uh, Hetero and Sekhmet? And okay. then also, how can you measure the evidence of Hetero? Okay. Good. Nice. Good question. Um, well, you know, let's say I'm not so sure that 2,000 years would be the, the correct length of time or the proper or enough, you know, time to actually <laughs> clock um, the cycle. But, you know, I will say this, that, you know, pretty much when you look at every other tradition um, that we're dealing with, and there's even there's even comedic tradition, um, you know, focus on. Oh, there's a there's a text called the Oracle of the Potter. I, I don't know if you're familiar with that or you heard of that particular text, but um, yeah. it's a prophecy that was given during the late period. Um, you know, late period, actually the the Roman period. You know, of um of Kemet. You know, after the Romans, you know, the Greeks had come in and then the Romans came in and conquered. There's a um there's a text. In which one of the you know comedic priests made a prophecy about um, the return, you know, the return of um, you know of life, right? Pretty much Hetheru, everything that Hetheru embodies, the return of it to Kemet once the you know once the what he called the the Setians, right? Or you know what in the Greek language the Typhonians, right? Because they associate Typhoon, they call Sutes Typhoon, okay? Um, once the Typhonians fell, okay, um, you know, life and prosperity and all of those good things would return to the people and to the land, etc. So on. So, you know, and 
this is interesting because you got a lot of people out there talking, talking records, talking about the comedic tradition doesn't have prophecies and all of that. I mean, they don't know what they're talking about. Okay, <laughs> you know we got we got quite a few of them, and um, you know it's 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 very very interesting. But um, just in that regard, when we look at Heteru and what she represents, we look at Sekhmet and what Sekhmet represents. Sekhmet is a force of um, you know she's a raging force. She's a purging force, right? She's about purging and purifying, and um, you know. She is, she is, in in contrast to Heteru, because, you know, we're talking about the same force, just different aspects. Heteru is Sekhmet, and Sekhmet is Heteru. The difference is, one is, you know, one is, um, you know, in, har- in a state of harmony, right, resonance. The other one is in a state of dissonance and uh, disharmony, right, you know. Um, and that's represented by Hedaru coming and finding things out of place. And once she finds things out of place or out of order, that's when she transforms into Sekhmet. Right? Hedaru is associated with joy. Sekhmet is associated with anger and rage. You know what I mean? Um, Sekhmet is associated with bringing life. Um, Hedaru, pardon me, is associated with bringing life. Sekhmet is associated with bringing death and destruction. Pestilence, right? So you know, this these are the uh, the the good ways to be able to understand, um, you know, the forces that are play, and then we can relate them to the time. We can relate them to our personal lives. We can relate them to history. That's as the question that you ask. You know, we have to be able to look at it and and say, okay, are we still in a time of destruction? You know, of purging. Right? Um, you know, or are we, you know, is the destruction over and has life and, and the light return completely? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think a transitional, we're definitely in a transition, but, you know, I would say there's still, there's still paradigms that are in play. There's still people and systems that are in positions of power um, that... You know that shouldn't be there. They wouldn't be there if things were in in the right place. You know, let's say, you know, Hedaru is also you know associated with Maat. Like she's considered a form a form of Maat. When people talk about Maat is truth, justice, righteousness, but specifically balance, order, harmony. Okay, these things are associated with Hedaru. You know, balance and order and harmony. And that's a Hedaru thing. Right, harmony, music, order, and harmony, you know, can pretty much, um, you know, be put together as, as far as we're talking about the cosmic order and the cosmic rhythm. That's hetero. So, um, you know, that's that's one thing that, you know, I always always want to remind people, the way that we understand ma'at from our ancestral perspective is ma'at is more of like a class. Of forces than a single Neterit. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. Neteru that are associated with Ma'at. Um, Heteru is one of them that's identified with Ma'at. Tufnut is another one that's identified with Ma'at. Um, you know, Aset and Nephet are associated with Ma'at and they're called Ma'ati, right? The two Ma'ats, right? Okay. So, you know, that's, that's something that's another subject for another time, but Heteru being present is pretty much equal to Ma'at being established, okay, 
And, you know, we can tie it into other cosmology and say, if Heteru is present, that means that Heru is on the throne. Right? And Heteru is, the, you know, is always considered the wife of Heru. Um, you know, but if, if Heteru is present, Heru is on the throne. Right? If Sekhmet is present, more than likely Sutesh is on the throne. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we just, we just have to ask the question, you know, is Heru on the throne or is Sutes on the throne? Is, you know, uh, is Ma'at established in the world or is, um, you know, is Fet still the order or disorder of the day? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, excellent question. <laughs> okay, I'll be back for so. You. To you, heads up. Heads up. Okay. Heads up, Pooh. Marina Turks, you're on the air. Heads up, Pooh. All right, to you. Heads up, Pooh. Do you got anything you'd like to say or add? Uh, not too much. Yeah, honey and, and stories and, and music work every time. Uh, every time. <laughs> Dude, uh, got a wisdom in that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it and listening for more. I like where you're going. Two, Dwa. Well, I'll be back. Head to pool. Two, right? And you know what? That you know that particular story definitely ties back into the question that our brother Buddy asked earlier. Um, you know about dealing with you know, dealing with people that you you would like to enlighten, like you want to show the truth, tell the truth to them, etc. So on. You know, and I mentioned how um, initially, when early you know early on, we we the fire, the passion, the sense of urgency, right, and the anger that we have about being lied to, right, um, it can cause us to you know, come off right a little. Rash, and we you know, we we unleash that you know on on our people, um, or you know they they can't handle the the fire or the way that we're bringing it. So you know what the QM just mentioned um, about honey music and dance, right? Um, you know or the way that it's taught in the story how Tahuti, the Nitter of Wisdom, right? The teacher in the comedic tradition, part excellence. He was the one that brought Heteru back, right? He made her transform from Sekhmet back into Heteru. Um, you know, using music, using stories, using dance, right? You know, um, elevating the vibration, raising the vibration through, through you know, good times, right? Good times, joy, right? Using joy. Um, I think, you know, you know, what the QM just said as far as, you know, using honey, right? Using honey instead of aloe powder. <laughs> okay, you know there'll be more, more. You know you'll be more approachable, and people be able to receive, you know, better what you, you know, what you uh, are saying, right? If you, if they feel good, right? If we're able to make them feel um, good as we're delivering it, right? And that's something that comes with time. Once again, you know, do you know as we refine ourselves, you know, etc. And so on. Okay. Hatter Poo, good brother, alias Fresh. Yeah. In the building, to you. To you, to you, what's going down? Well, I'm always thinking about random things. Just to <laughs> hit it from a different angle. 
Um, when you're talking about Ra as the eye, and not necessarily just the the fire of the sun, but that intelligence that uh, what is that? You might say that is the ka of the sun. Can I say that? Would that be appropriate? Um, I would say I would say the ba of the sun. The ba. definitely. To and that uh, how that correlates with this concept of the logos. And the light of men, or the light of the the light of life that is seen through the eyes, the eyes of the light of the body, and these other interesting idioms that all travel down from our wonderful Greek friends. <laughs> two, two, two. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, all right, nice, nice. So without going too deep into that, that's where my mind was at when you were saying those things. I kind of just traveled off and started thinking about what an interesting connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's 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 very, you know, it's a very intricate, um, you know, tradition. And then when you when you get into it, you find that certain netaru are called the ka of this particular Nater, and then this Nater is the Ba of this particular Nater, right? And, you know, they're, they're like, interwoven and into one another. So, um, you know, that's that's something that is definitely, you know, definitely present in the tradition. It's Heteru, actually, that is the eye of Ra, which is associated with the physical sun, and Ra is said to exist within the center, right, the, the iris of the eye. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, absolutely you, you have that and then, you know, you take it further with the with the idea of the logos, you know, you know, Tahuti is said to be the, the tongue or the heart of Ra. <laughs> right? So, you know, it's it's very it's very, very intricate. But yeah, definitely, you know, you weren't you weren't I say you 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 said to you know, you you know, started traveling. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, all, all, of it, all of it within the within the scope, we can see that it's there, brother. So, you know, definitely Dwaru for that. Dwaru, Dwaru. No, so yeah, that's so much more, so much more, but so little time. I'm gonna yield the floor and say, family, love it. Already off to a great start. It's gonna be a great year. Dude, why the tear, brother? Appreciate you. I'll be back. Okay, South Carolina, you're on the air. Eddie Kwanif. To you. All right, to you. Hetapoo. I was just, um, man, I got a couple questions, but I couldn't help but to think about even, um, you know, before we get the momentum started, um, I guess to get that energy up, uh, how you were talking about um, Het Haru. And even as that relates to this time of year, before we go into spring, and the bringer, the bringing of light, and um, you know, from what I, from what I've understood, um, as we even relate the cold or the dead of winter, um, I think what you were telling me, uh, that's sometimes symbolic to Sutesh, correct? Chill. Okay, uh, so even coming out of that, coming into that rebirthing, um, but I guess uh, even when we see that, is that like always a time, I guess even, I guess that is showing itself, that even in the chaos and the, 
crazy stuff that we have going on, and even like what Brother Buddy was talking about, the ignorant situations that you have to come up against. Uh, is it necessary, as in even like the cold of winter, and us even coming out of that uh, continuously, like every year, um, you know, even as that relates to my eye and, and process and, and order and balance. Um. So, could you bring? I guess are we just caught in between right now, where we are frustrated, um, because we are not on that good side. Okay, I say yeah. You know, had to had to try to get the gist of it. You know, so you're asking, is the frustration a a reflection of being in the in the um let's say let's say being with Sekhmet? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, being in that stage or phase in which where a lot of times where we get angry and frustrated at that thing, but when we under, when we should under, should understand that it is just in the continual process, just like winter. Just like sometimes people say, well, okay, we don't like winter. Or it's cold. We like spring. Or we like fall. We like summer. True. You know, but it is, it is something that has to happen. Obviously, continuously, in order nah, to it's a cyclical process too. Okay, okay, that's the yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Too, too, too. I say excellent question. Um, you know, and you know what the brother the brother's question was again. It was an excellent question, and I you know it fits even in the context because when we think about why Hedaru got upset, you know, she came home and she she found. Things out of place, like things weren't the way that they was, was were supposed to be. You know what I mean? So, yo, know, this is like okay. Once we find out that we've been lied to, or whatever it is, right? You know, um, when that happens, you know, we got upset, right? Some of us, we got upset, we reacted, so we got angry, and you know, we went on this war path. Like right? the second met when she go out, she's on the war path. Like she's looking for for fresh meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just the uh, let's say those those feelings of anger, um, you know, disharmony, you know, whatever the case would be. Yeah, that's that second met, and you know, disease, pestilence, plague, disharmony, stress, you know, dissonance, all of these things. Right? These are you know, these are um, you know you know these feelings. Can be associated with Sekhmet, okay? So you know, yes, it's I say it's a part of the process as far as you know, you know, understanding you know where you are in regards to your spiritual path and journey. Um, you know, you are able to utilize the tradition, the cosmology. And we talked about it. You know, our cosmologies can also be called clocks. It's divination. Oracles, you know, at any given time we can look at our tradition and know exactly where we are, right? And where it is we need to go, and where it is we need to be, and what it is that we have to do to get there. So, if we're angry, if we're if we're in a state of disharmony, okay, um, diseased, whatever it is, you know, that's an indication that we're in that second met state. Right, if that's the cosmology that we're looking at, right? You know, we're we're experiencing we're experiencing Sekhmet. 
Okay? Another good way to understand this or think about this, right? And, you know, if, you know if we're going to look at it from what other people, other traditions have said. You know, some people say that hell, for instance, is, you know, a state actually of, a state of being separated, quote unquote, from the divine or, or you know, out of the divine presence, out of the light, right? That's what some people say that hell is. You know, in my, in my, um, in my book, I have a part where I say that if the, if the ancestors, if there is a comedic um, equivalent of heaven, Heheru is what it is, right? And when we read certain texts, you know, we find that it was said that Heheru or having a place or a seat with Heheru, like, you know, like you hear people talk about, you know, within the divine bosom or whatever the case would be, like being within Heheru, having a place or seat within Heheru was the reward of living Ma'at, right? The reward for those who live Ma'at. Okay, so Heteru is associated with heaven, and but when she leaves from Ra, okay, she's Sekhmet, right? And once again, Sekhmet is associated with anger, um, you know, frustration, disease, pestilence, etc., and so on, right? So, you know, keeping these things in in the um, you're on the level in which we can deal with them right here, right now. Yeah, you know, Sekhmet is saying, okay, this is where we are, and this is where we have to get back to in order to continue our evolution and growth, etc. and so on, right? We have to um, bring things back by putting them into the right order, right perspective, okay? And that's represented by Tahuti bringing the knowledge, bringing the wisdom via the stories. The story that we're talking about right now is an example of that, right? Via the story, via the songs and the dance, which is the, which, you know, represents ritual, right? The song and the dance in association with the stories, they represent our rituals, the way we as African people do things, right? Our rituals, the songs and chants, the dances that we do, are reflections of the stories that we tell, which are our cosmologies that lets us know where we are in respect to nature and the cosmos in any given place in time, in space and time. You, you, Okay? So, yeah, you know, wow. it's it's a part of it, brother. Excellent, right? It's a part of it, but, um, you know, we have to we have to keep going. We have to make sure that we're, we're making the effort to bring Sekhmet back to her senses, bring Hedaru back, I should say. Okay? You. And then once we're you know, we're gonna talk about it in a second, you know, with Hedaru, what does Rod do once he comes back? We gotta get to that part. <laughs> Excellent question, you. brother. Appreciate it though. Alright. Oh. To you. Head up. Okay, head to Pooh, Arizona, you're on the air. Hetepu. Ah, uh, Hetepu. <laughs> All right, to you, Simsuwa. What's going on? Oh, oh, not too much, not too much. Um, um, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> to you, to why? Appreciate it. Good to be back. Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like a like a fresh air for me. Um, I was um actually thinking about this whole Mercury retrograde thing going on. Okay, and, um, you. 
I was just wondering, like, you know, when we're talking about the energies of hetero and sexmat and all that, does that have anything to do with this process of what's going on? And is is that any significance in why you came back today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, you know, I, I would say, you know, I did not consciously come back doing Mercury retrograde. <laughs> okay. Right? But, um... <laughs> You know, just in understanding what the retrograde is and, you know, understanding what hetero represents, you know, hetero, um, we're, we're talking about progress, we're talking about synergy, we're talking about um, harmony and, 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 you know, going with the flow and, and uh, nourishing and furthering those things, right? Um, you know, that's what hetero represents, but when we talk about a retrograde, right, it's the, it's the opposite, Right, it's the opposite of that. And, you know, definitely the, the, let's say, the nature of a retrograde can definitely be associated with, um, with you know, Sekhmet, regardless of whether it's Mercury or, or any, other, any other planet, right? Um, the nurture of a retrograde, the nurture, uh, pardon me, the, the nature of a retrograde, the nature of a square, Right when we talk about astrological aspects and things of that nature, right? You know these things, um, you know, can definitely be associated with with Sekhmet, um, you know. But as far as Mercury retrograde goes, you know, um, definitely Sutes, right? Definitely Sebek, especially the the trickster aspects of these forces, the chaos aspect of these forces, the confusion aspects of these forces. Um, the fact that Mercury was called Sebek, you know, by our ancestors, that was actually the name of Mercury, and Sutesh was the the Neter that governed Mercury. You know what I mean? In our tradition. So, um, technically speaking, you know, Sutesh, um, Sebek would be the forces that would um, properly correspond to a Mercury retrograde, but the, 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 you know, the nature of a retrograde itself could definitely be associated with second met. All right, to you. Okay, excellent question. Dwaru. Hetapu. Okay, Hetapu. Good brother, Morris Neferu, you're on the air. All right, all right, can you hear me? To you. Good, good, good. Yeah, when I think about um, the subject that you're covering today with Heteru, uh, you know, it's very helpful in the context of the work. Context of the work I'm trying to do. We have like some leadership classes, but not only that, not only that, uh, you know, being involved in the organization with other Africans from different perspectives and different religious backgrounds and stuff like that is is coming to a point where uh, individuals are interested in the comedic tradition without necessarily wanting to to be a part of it. And it kind of reminds me of what you were you know, your response to the brother's first question. I don't know if you hear an echo, but I hope you're not, because I'm hearing one. But anyway, hmm. um, uh, that, it was really helpful because 
uh, I could kind of, uh, I've learned from your temperament. You know, you're a very positive uh, young brother, a strong, positive young brother. You always have a, a light spirit in the way you present heavy information. And uh, just kind of, you're a good model. You're a good model in terms of a person trying to, 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 to share the tradition in a powerful way, but yet uh, non-invasive or non-intrusive uh, way. Uh, and, and that's very important because I've noticed that even in the organization, this is kind of like a general organization, that some of the members have grown to respect that I'm not a Christian, that I'm not a Muslim, and even though they haven't taken the time to really learn about what I'm doing, sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes the, uh, the, the the leader of the organization may ask me to do a prayer, you know, and I tell them, I don't know if you want to do that because I'm committed, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> if you ask me, and, you know, and I and I've absorbed the Hindu tradition, and I do the salutation, and I do that, and uh, and people have grown to respect me for that. And sometimes they'll be talking and sometimes a sister may say this and say something. Say, oh, I'm sorry. That's like you committed. You know, they, they without without being uh, uncomfortable, they have a healthy respect for it because I have not pushed it on them. And uh, I've, I've been trying to practice it. I've I, I, I put in uh, words of meta-nature. I'm intertwining in my language. And there's a, like you say, there's no burning of bridges, and there seems to be a healthy respect. And you know, in our hood, we always say it's better be to, to be uh, respected than to be feared. You know, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's better to be respected. So, so when I think ahead of rule, I think about uh, another way to present the beauty in our tradition, uh, because we have to translate all the aspects of life to our people from a comedic perspective because they don't know any other perspective other than the Western perspective. So if I can say, if I can say, Tanaru is the positive aspect of my art, because a lot of them do understand my art, because, you know, they know what all that is, the positive aspect of it, that's another way to redefine your reality for you, or the kind of reality, the way we see it as African now valid uh, tradition, this is how we see our reality. It helps people to say, "Okay, I like that. I like the way to. I like the way they look at life. I like the way they look at things and the way they define things." And that's the power that you give us when you present all of these aspects of nature and how we can actually use them in our communication and in the way that we uh, uh, carry ourselves so that we can be that option for them to look at without having to argue about it. You know what I'm saying? Two, 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 two. Look, we'll do it. Two. That's, I mean, I'm I mean, go right ahead with the, with, with the lesson. I'm really absorbing it and, uh, and I really appreciate it. All right, to you, Dwayu brother, appreciate you, and you know definitely Dwayu, um, you know for you know for the blessings and the you know the medunifer, right, the good words, um, you know, it's 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 funny because you know the way the way that um, you know I bring it today was mm-hmm. I say it's coming after years of trial and error. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I when I told her, I told the um, you know the brother 
um, at the top of the show about, you know, initially, like, you know, for me, like, that's you know, the way I brought it initially when I first got a hold of just a little bit of knowledge. Now, granted, it wasn't, it wasn't the comedic science and it wasn't, like, to this depth, but just the knowledge itself, right, just, you know, some information, it, it you know, had me on the war path and, you know, I was trying to, you know, literally bash, you know, bash untruth in the head, right? Right? You know, as 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 the as the Muslims would say, bash untruth in the head in the head until the brains burst out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was I was trying to do it like that. And uh, you know, it's it's definitely you know, people get turned off, you know, real quick, you know, like then, you know, and a lot of bridges get burned. So, yeah, just through the years, um, you know, learning to refine ourselves. You know, the brother Aubrey said he's still in the bashing head stage. <laughs> hey, it's all good, you know what I mean? You know, just... Um, yeah, spend more time, spending more time getting the blood off your old clothes than it took you to bash the head. So. Yeah, but you know, yeah. It, it, it also makes me think about, you know, some natural things that happen uh, when, when, when people are organizing, you know, trying to bring my eye. And um, how how the feminine energy, how powerful a role it plays, you know, uh, even even when we were lost in their church and stuff like that. But how the sisters' energy, and like I say, right now I see a lot of young brothers who are who are heterosexual, who's fired up, you know. And when the sisters when the sisters adopt uh, adopt this, this spirituality, or at least a piece of it, it seems to have. Um, it seems to have an energy that really, that really softens and brings balance to the heterosexual game. So I, I, I'm absorbing it. You know, I'm really absorbing where you're going with this, and it's a power. It's a powerful, powerful uh, lesson. To you, to you, to you, Dwayne brother, appreciate you. Hey, I'll be back. Temple. Temple. All right. Real good things. Real good things. Everybody adding on, um, yo, yeah, it's 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 serious. Um, when we're talking about, you know, bringing the you know, bringing the knowledge to our folk, right? And you know, you know, we're gonna tie this back in to the hiatus that we took, and also, you know, you know, back to you know us, us coming back, the return of Heteru. Why we call this show. The return of Het Heru, right? You know, we're going to talk about it, okay? For those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Unk Fanu. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio, dealing with the subject, the return of Het Heru. And we're celebrating the second year anniversary of Cool Kim Radio, right? Coming off of a few months hiatus, you know, coming off of a few months hiatus, but we're, you know, we're back in action and we got a lot of good things in store. A lot of good things in store, okay? Um, shout out to the Zesim Yaku crew in the building. That's Baba Tahir RBG, Mama T. Tio, 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 Tio. All right. Going on and get to it. We see we got some comments in the joint. We we missing the brother brother Aubrey's comments. He said we needed in all directions, right? Right. Um, the session y'all cool crew say you got to keep that head bash bat on tuck though. Absolutely, that's another thing, right? Second met has her place. 
Okay, let's talk about it. We're going to have to talk about it, right? Um, let's get into it. So, we're dealing with, um, right, the story, and we tied it into the, you know, the annual flood, okay? When Heteru leaves Ra, that is the time period after the harvest, okay? And, you know, prior to the flood, we're going into the summer, the intense heat in Kemet, you know. Some of you guys, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit later on, but some of you guys will, you know, may get the chance to go to Kemet and experience that heat for yourselves. It probably won't be as hot as, um, you know, as it was when, you know, we went last year, you know, because we're going to go in September this year. But, you know, you'll get to experience that, that heat. So imagine... The July heat, right? That July and early August heat in Kemet, okay? Our ancestors associated that time period, right, um, before the inundation, before the flood with Shechemet, right? Um, so, you know, as we talked about the story, when Heteru leaves Ra after finding things out of place, finding that he had someone else in her place, right? She lashed out at him, transforming the Shechemet, took off. When she left... Um, you know, he was left impotent and depressed, couldn't get nothing done. We're talking about the creator, unable, incapable, right, incapable of creating, right, because his woman is gone, right? This is another example of the balance of the, you know, of the comedic tradition, right? It's understood that Ra, the creator, also has Hetheru, who is called Rayet, right? Other terms, but uh, other names, but we, he has Het Heru, the feminine aspect of the creator, the creatress, and without her, he can't get nothing done. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> right? So, you know, there's always the balance of divine masculine and divine feminine principles, and, you know, we need both of them in order for life to you know, happen and continue and to perpetuate, right? So, you know, that's that's what we're talking about here. But when Heteru leaves, right? Heteru leaves, becomes Sekhmet, right? Life, prosperity, and health leaves Ra. It leaves Kemet, okay? So he sends Tahuti. Tahuti charms her with stories and music and dance. And, you know, then he brings her back after a purification, a bath, right? Brings her back to Kemet. And with her, the flood waters come, okay, and, you know, the, um, you know, after the flood waters receive, of course, this is the planting season, you know, in the Nile Valley, in, in Kemet. So, definitely, 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 this is what we're talking about here, right? Now, when, when she returns, Ra, you know, he decreed, as we mentioned, that the people do a festival in her honor, Every year, right, to, to, to pacify her or to appease her. So, you know, this is their way of bringing Heteru back, bringing prosperity back, bringing wealth back, life back, joy back, fertility back to Kemet, right? During these festivals, the women, you know, they did their rituals at the, at the Hopi, at the Nile. They did their rituals asking Heteru to bring them babies, Right? To, to bring fertility to them so that they can give birth to children, right? This is what this is about, right? So 
Roddy decrees that this happens every year in her honor. And, you know, when she returns to him, he elevates her to her proper position, you know, at the top of his head. Okay, at the top of his head, right? Remember, she's in association with his eye, right? And, you know, when she left the first time, falling behind his shoe in Tufnut, you know, she came back and found that he had created another eye in her place, right? The problem wasn't that he created another eye. The problem was that he put it in her place, okay? So when she came back to him, he elevated her. Okay, he gave her an elevated position, an elevated perspective, right? This is the I, right? We talk I, we're talking about perception. We talk I, we're talking about perspective, right? He gives her an elevated place, okay, at the top of his head. And when we see that Yoreit, right, that serpent, that cobra over the head of Ra, encircling the sun, that's Hedaru, and that is the place that he put her after she returned to him. Okay, so um, this is what we're this is what we're talking about here now. You know, how do we relate this to, um, you know, number one, when we're dealing with things, right? When we're dealing with stuff, and you know, we get upset, right? When things are out of place, going back to the initial, you know, the initial um, question that the brother asked at the top of the show, you know, things are out of place. You know, there's ignorance where knowledge should be. There's lies where truth should be, right? Things are out of order. It's in a state of isfet, right? Kanu, right? Chaos, confusion, okay? Things are not the way that they should be. And, you know, when we see these things, okay, right? You know, our initial reaction may be to frown at it, right? We we get screwed face when we see certain things. We hear certain things, right? You know what I mean? We watching we watching uh the YouTube and you know the the folk are talking all kind of garbage, right? And you know, some of it is just straight up garbage, because it's keeping one hundred, right? Talking garbage. And, you know, we see these things that we get to, we, we get a, you know, we can get screw faced at it. <laughs> it happens, right? You know, now, after going on that journey, right, you know, and, you know, Hedaru transforming the Sekhmet, going, you know, out to, you know, she leaving from him and, you know, she's upset, she's Sekhmet, that's her experience, she's separated, she's angry, she's on a war path. And, you know, it's Tahuti that brings her back with the stories. Stories, once again, representing the cosmologies, right? The music and the dance, the songs representing the rituals that, you know, that are centered around that cosmology, that, that invigorate and bring life and power to the cosmology to transform our experience, right? To reorient our perspective, okay? Tahuti, the tale of wisdom. Right, he does this, and she comes back, right? She comes back to her senses after she, you know, she uses this wisdom, these stories, these rituals to purify herself. She dips in the water, cleanses herself, right? Comes back as Hedaru, bringing life, bringing fertility, bringing prosperity with her, right? Okay, and Ra elevates her. Now, looking at this, this journey of Hedaru, 
can also represent an initiation, right? It can represent a formal initiation. It can represent, uh, you know, the initiation that we call life and what, you know, what happens after we gain wisdom, after we become enlightened, okay? After we become enlightened and we utilize that knowledge, that wisdom to clean ourselves up, right, to get ourselves in order, we come back with an elevated perspective, right, an elevated position, okay? Now, the next time we see things out of place, wherever we're looking, we're looking from an elevated position as long as we maintain our proper place and perspective, you know, as our divine selves, the crown jewel in the head of the creator, right? That's, that's what we're talking about here, right? Having that elevated position, right? That elevated perspective. And from that elevated perspective, right, we don't have to transform from, you know, head of rule to sekhmet. We don't have to get angry. We can use the wisdom of Tahuti, you know, filter through the harmony of Sekhmet, right, of, or, of Hedaru, pardon me, the harmony, the sweetness, the joy of Hedaru, right? Hedaru, who is also called Rakiet, the wise one, Seshet, right? Seshet, okay? The divine scribe, okay? This is, this is, you know, what happens after, you know, you gain wisdom and you have the perspective and whatnot, you gain perspective and you may have to, you know, you know, you, you don't necessarily look at things and react to things in the same way anymore. Right? But, but, <laughs> that is not to say that she won't become Sekhmet again, right? That is not to say that Sekhmet does, does not have her place, right? Remember, there is another story that we talked about, right? And that is the story of the destruction of mankind, for instance, in which... You know, Ra sends Sekhmet to deal with men after they had been conspiring and talking ish, so to speak. <laughs> you know, he sent Sekhmet to deal with them. Okay? Now, you know, granted, she, she began to take it too far and, you know, talking, you know, after, you know, bathing and drinking the blood and bathing and wading in the blood, pools of blood, leaving pools of blood in her wake, you know, she began to say, you know, oh, it's so sweet, right? right? I've never felt so alive. It's so sweet having power over men, right? That's what she said, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's that form of segment, you know, but she has a place. When you read the story, after he sent her, right, and, you know, some of the other people saw what was happening to the disrespectful ones, they got, you know, they got right, and, you know, they got themselves in order and actually started to go, um, you know, to go after the ones that, you know, had, you know, basically were the reason why Sekhmet had been unleashed on them. But, um, you know, when you read the story, Ra... After a while, and after you know, you know, after they got the point, okay, he tried to call Sekhmet back, and she refused to come back. So he had to trick her with the with the beer and and whatnot. But um, you know, it's it's it is to say though that Sekhmet has a place, right? Another story, you know, another tradition. We're talking about Ra 
and Herubehudet, you know, it's when, you know, the people were conspiring against Ra, right? He had to send Herubehudet, the, the chair of war, to deal with them, okay? So, you know, this, you know, it has its place, right? And Sekhmet has a place, and, you know, when, you know, she appears when things are not right. She appears when things are not in order. One of the things that she hates is lies, right? Falsehood. When you when you read, right, the tradition, it says her boots, right? Her taboo her taboo or what she finds to be abhorrent, right? What she hates, what's considered an abomination to her is lies. Okay, so this you know, this is when, you know, we see Sekhmet, like Sekhmet, you know, rear her face and when she rears her face, she is here to set things you know, to set things straight. She is she is what we experience when we're off the right path, when we're off course. And you know, you know, it's it's like putting your your hand on the hot eye of a stove, right? When you feel that that burn, okay, you know, you immediately remove your hand if you got some sense, right? Unless you, you know, you're on some other stuff, right? But you immediately React and remove your hand, and then be conscious not to do it no doggone more. <laughs> okay, that's the purpose of pain to let us know that something's wrong. It sends signals, and that's why Hedda rules um, the forces that she sends that brings pain, that brings disease, that brings pestilence. They're also called messengers, right? She's sending a message, right? Let us know that we're off course, right? We're out of balance, right? We're, we're, we're dealing in isfet so that we can get ourselves together and get our, you know, get things back in order, right? Like Ra, he had to put things back in order, okay? He had to put things back in order. So this is, this is when Sekhmet rears her face, right? Now, there's other things that we can tie that story into, you know, the, you know, Hedaru and Sekhmet and the, the cyclical nature of the story, right, in association with the flood, right, the flooding of the Nile, okay, and, you know, how when she left, okay, she became Sekhmet and Sekhmet left, you know, you know blood in the path. You know, these things also represent the, the annual cycle of the, of the woman, okay, the monthly cycle of the woman. Right, and you know, the flood waters of life in association with fertility and the time period during the month when a woman can conceive, okay, and the you know, the the time when um you know she's away and she's secondment and you know she leaves blood in her in her wake, right, and Ra can't create, he's impotent and depressed. This is associated this is associated with the time when she's uh going through menstruation. Okay? So, you know, there's there's man, it's a very rich, very deep, very deep tradition, right? Very rich cosmology. But um you know, tying this in to the return of Ku Kim. The return of Federu. You know, when we think back at the shows, right? The last five shows that we did, okay? The last five shows that we did, you know, um, you know, developing a cosmological mind for African liberations. Things was parts one through five, right? Um, the last five shows that we did. And the nature of those shows, the subject matter 
um, you know, the vibration and the and the energy that you know that I was bringing during those particular you know those particular shows. That was that was the response to seeing things in a place that they should not have been, right? You know, when we, you listen to the show, you know, I'm, I'm talking about things that, you know, were happening in the community, right, in the quote-unquote conscious community, right? Um, you know, people doing just stupid stuff. You know, I'm just going to, you know, it's just stupid things. Doing stupid things, saying stupid things, okay? Um, doing things and saying things that could, you know, not only... Um, you know, eventually or, you know, potentially, you know, bring harm to them or get themselves in trouble, but also, you know, put our people in a compromised um, and, and more uh, vulnerable, you know, position than we already currently find ourselves in, okay? So, you know, People were talking that had no business talking, and if they were going to talk, they had no business saying the things that they were 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 saying. So you know, that was my response. That was my response to those things, right? My response was that sekhmet, right? My response was that herupehu that because you know I love you. You know what I mean? Like like seriously, I love you. You know, this is something that um, you know, what we do. Right, what I do, you know, dedicating my entire existence, incarnation after incarnation, Wham Unk, repeating life, taking oaths to always be here for you and to do what I'm doing for you. That's what you know, that's what it is. And you know, to to see, you know, people that, you know, I love, just like with the brother mentioned, you know, especially if it's your family, if it's your people. When you see them, you know, not getting it or doing things that, you know, that at the end of the day, harmful. That can, that can mess it up for all of us, right? That can, that can get some of our people killed. You know, when you see them, you know, you know, doing these things, right? You know, trying to chant down Babylon while still in Babylon so that the roof can fall on your damn head. When we see them doing these things, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying no chant, right? But make sure you are putting yourself in a position to get out of here strategically, get out of harm's way. Okay, get yourself in a position. Let Heru, you know, let Heru's, you know, manhood drop, right? Let it develop, you know. You know, don't be Heru the infant, you know, um, you know, trying to throw the baby bottle at big old Sutes. That's the point here, right? So get ourselves into position, into strategic positions to be able to do some of the things that we know eventually has to happen, right? So, you know, that was my response, right? That was my response to that, you know, that, that fire because, you know, I, I was like, okay, this is an emergency, Okay, so like things are like things are out of order. This is not the way it should be. So my response was bringing that heat. It was sekhmet, right? And you know that sekhmet, who that heat, who man, <laughs> it's something that uh you know it's just like with any fire. You know you gotta you gotta match. You know you gotta match. And, you know, that fire on that match will burn out. The sun, 
right? The sun. There's something called a supernova, okay? A sun burns out, right? The sun burn, will, will eventually burn out, right? This is something that is reality. So, you know, that fire, you know, it, it must be tempered, right? If it's ever allowed to be taken to the extreme, right? You know, it, it'll burn out whenever it reaches its extreme. So, um, its extremity, I should say. Okay, so, you know, with that, you know, I had to, uh, you know, we definitely had to step back. We had to take a break, right? We had to take a break because, you know, you know, anyone that knows me personally, um, especially, you know, after, uh, yeah, after, you know, after the knowledge, right? After the, you know, after, you know, let's say anyone that knows Unc Benu. Right now, we can't speak for the other previous, you know, names that were associated with with other schools and other ideologies and looking at life in a different way. We can't speak for that one right now, right? You know, we're not talking about, you know, the one that called himself Harold Kuti and all these things. We ain't talking about that one. <laughs> okay? But but anyone that knows Uncle Fidu, you know that, you know... I you know I live to to enlighten, but also to 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 enlighten and to and to make you make you feel good, to make you smile. I want I want you to feel good, right? I want to, I you know my name is Unk, right? And when when I when I come to you, I want to leave you with more life, right? I want to leave you with more life, right? I want to want to renew your life, okay? When when I speak to you, when I engage you, etc. and so on. So, you know, definitely, 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 you know, we had to we had to take a step back, and you know, you know, take the time, reorient the perspective, you know, put Hetero back on the crown, right? You know, purify the bow at the shrine of Tahuti, right? I had to had to wash the wash the crown of my head at the shrine of Tahuti. Put things in perspective. Had to get laid down by the ancestors for you know, for a little bit, right? And um, you know, also in the process, you know, bringing Hetero back, you know, bringing Hetero back. And once Hetero came back, right, we were able to get some things, right? The creative juices, the creativity returning, and you know, in house. As far as he needs to go, getting some things in order, some things up and running. It's been a very um, prosperous year, you know, the towards the end of the year and the beginning of this year. Uh, so far, you know, it's been, you know, it kept them the first, right? All good things. Okay, all good things. You know, a lot of good things. And we got a lot of, you know, good things still to come this year. So, you know, with the return of Heteru... Okay, the return of the light, right? The return of life, prosperity, and health. The return of the joy. Okay, we also are coming with very good news. We want to celebrate um, some of the things that we've accomplished this year. We want to big up. You know, I want to big up you today. So to you know, give a black power salute. Right, give an Ek, right? Anech Hari Ek, a a salute, a salutation to. Right, the family that is, you know, doing big things and you know, doing the, you know, doing the work, working on products, right, working on their businesses. Um, you know, we're we're putting, we're weaving the mat, right? We're weaving the offering table, 
we even offering Matt, and we're we're bringing things together so that we can get ourselves into the position to do uh, the things that we know that we need to do, right? Okay, that's what we got going on. So you know, Hetero is back, family. Hetero is back, and we're gonna you know we're going to. Talk about some of the things that she's bringing with her, right, man? She come bearing fruit, come bearing fruit. So, you know, we got a lot of big things about to pop off this year. But before we get into it, those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Unc Benu. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio, Black Light Radio, dealing with the subject, the return of Hedaru. If you have something that you like to say or add, right, comment or question, by all means, feel free to call in, right? We love to hear from you, and if you do have something to add but you don't want to call in, feel free to leave a comment or question in the Talk to God chat room. We'll get to it ASAP. All right. Going to open up the lines. Hetapu, Sim Solid Bet, you on the air. You, you are. See you. I'm good to go. Okay. Two two, I'll be back then. Heads up. Heads up. Okay, heads up, pool. Marina Touch, you're on the air. Heads up, pool. All right, to you, heads up, pool. Two two, you got anything you like to say or add? Um, not too much. The uh, I like. Your um interpretation of of uh, I don't know what it's, it's perspective definitely um that uh it's 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 fresh and it's it's something that I never I don't know it, I didn't think of it like that but that's that's nice like and just thinking about uh, you know her while she was away the the uh, perspective that she she gained and and uh, everybody back home gained as well. But um, yeah, it's 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 easy. To you, to you, Dwau. All right, good to go. To you. Um, it's something I don't know if you talked about it earlier. Uh, but the meaning of her name and like how it relates to to uh. Everything you laid out. Okay. Well, yeah, we, we didn't. Let's say I might have alluded to the meaning of her name in regards to um, the fact that Ra exists within her. You know, so like you know, her in association with the eye, or you know, being identified as the eye of Ra. Okay, the irit in Ra, or the irit Ra, or the maat in Ra, right? The eye of Ra. Okay. Um, it said that Ra exists within. The pupil or the iris of his eye, okay, the jefet of his eye, the, the iris of his eye, the pupil of his eye, okay, but the eye is also the yatin, the sun. So in understanding that, you know, we, we were talking about how, you know, everyone keeps saying, okay, Ra is the sun, Ra is the sun. Actually, Hedaru is the sun, and Ra is the intelligence that exists within the sun, right? Hedaru is the physical, uh, material counterpart of Ra. She is the vehicle that carries Ra. Her name, Het, right? Or, you know, more you know, more accurate, Hiwat, right? Hiwat. 
of Hiwatheru, right, literally means the house of Heru. Okay, the house of Heru. Now, that name, um, you know, specifically associates her with the womb, okay, um, you know, in, you know, there's a story, for instance, where it says that um, when Osset conceived Heru, he took up residence in her womb, and her womb became Hiwatheru, her womb became Heteru, okay, so Heteru is associated with the womb, right, so, um, you know, in that regard, you know, she could, you know, the creation and Rob being a creator and it, it, you know, creation taking place within her, you know, this is an analogy to how creation takes place um, physically between the man and the woman, um, you know, it takes place within her womb, right? Other other examples of Ra existing within her, it said that, you know, Hedaru being in the iterate of light, it says that Ra clothes himself in her light, okay? He clothes himself in her light, but he's not the light himself, okay? So just, uh, just you know, bringing a little little depth to that, but um, yeah, did that did that you know cover your question, or you know was it something else you're looking for? No, no, that's 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 uh, that's pretty dense right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to you, good to go. Wow. All right, wow. Heads up, I'll be back. Hetepu, Iquanif, you're on the air. Hotel, hotel. Yo. Um, I, I, as I was listening, um, I think I meant to ask this question earlier. What, what would, or what does it look like when Heteru is back, full fledged, as comparison, like to the now? Mm. What, 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 what would be some you know, some physical, some some physical visualizations of that of that world of that of that uh that being. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? No, my phone was breaking up. Just, just testing, testing. Can you guys hear me? Oh, now I can. Now I can. In the chat room, if you can hear me, just, just you know, say yeah. <laughs>
Testing, testing, can you hear me? You sound you, you sounded good then. You can hear me? Yeah, you kind of you you kind of went back out. Just went back out a little. Difficult difficulties. Just testing, testing. Can you hear me good? At first, but then you start to fade off. Okay, Hetepu, testing, testing. What's your pool? All right, you can hear me. You. Okay. <laughs> Real quick, now let's see if we can get this talk show back up and running. Um, get this um, 
Get the Talks Live rebooted. Okay, here we go. Back in business. Okay. Testing, testing, family. Look, if you can't hear me, let me know. Equanif, you can hear me? To you. To you. All right. Big Brother Aubrey, can you hear me? All right, we good to go. Whoo! Mercury retrograde in effect. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. So, man, all right, back in business, you know, thank you. you know, thank everyone for, for sticking around and, uh, you know, giving us, giving us a moment to get it together, right? We finally got ourselves together. Um, testing real quick. You know, I don't want to get shell shot. You can't hear me, Equanif, right? You. All right, you. Too. Okay. Now your question was, um, you know, what does that experience look like? You know, when Hetero is is around. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Too. Too. So, with the let's say beginning with the with the you know analogy and association with the the flood and the Nile, right? So you know our ancestors they had three seasons. Okay, they had three seasons um, called Achet. Okay, Aket, which was the period of the inundation. They had um, a season called Pert. Okay, Pert, which was the season of the, uh, you know, planting and and harvest, you know, at the top of that. And, you know, the period called Shemu, which is associated with um, the summer, right? Like the dry season. Okay. Um, so during the season of Aket, you know, the, the season of, the inundation that was also the opening of the year for them, right? The new year. Um, you know, the flood waters brought, you know, fertility back to the soil, okay? Back to the soil in the land. And, you know, with the soil uh, being, you know, being, you know, rich and fertile again, you know, uh, the moisture returning, once the flood waters receded, right? You know, they saw this rich, you know, dark silt, right? This, 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 this soil. So they were able to begin their planting season um, because, you know, the the fertility had returned to the land, right? Um, the the ability, let's say, the fertility, the um, you know, the fertility, the ability to plant seeds and then in fertile soil, and then reap a good harvest from them, right? Um, you know, that's that's a general um you know general allusion to success in life period any type of success any type of creation any type of creativity whether we're talking about you know the creation of a life in having a child whether we're talking about um the creation in life in in just you know doing the things that we want to do the plans that we have being able to plant seeds right um, to conceive of something in the mind and then see it come to fruition. You know what I mean? Um, the the ability to be inspired, right? Creativity, right? These are you know all of these things can be associated with um, you know the return of the flood. Um, you know once the waters recede, the return of fertility to the soil, right? Then you know of course once the once the seeds have been planted and they grow and they reap the harvest. Everyone can eat, right? Everyone can eat, and you know everyone should be able to to um, eat good. Okay, everyone should be able to eat good. So, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, as we said, life, prosperity, health. 
okay, joy, right? Because you know, you know, the people have what it is that they need. Um, they're not starving. They're not, you know, they're not in a disease or impoverished state. So all of these things are associated with Hetheru. And you know, when we talk about our experiences, you know, it's the exact same thing, just as it relates to the creativity. Yeah, the fertility and the, you know, the joy in our lives, the ability for us to be productive in our lives, to, to do what it is that we intend to do without running into obstacles and obstructions in every step that we take. You know what I mean? Without having our plans or our path, um, you know, inhibited. Another good way to understand, um, you know, Heteru versus Sekhmet, the harmony, the synergy, um, you know, you know, the ma'at, right, where all life, um, you know, all of the things in the universe begin to converge to help you because you are in harmony, in tune with the flow of the universe, which is ma'at, right? That's... um. That's the experience of being able to go out and move out in life, enjoy yourself, do what it is that you, you know, you want to do, and assist forces of nature instead of having the forces work against you, or you know, more more accurately, you moving against the forces because you're not living in harmony with my art, right? Um, you know, it 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 represents you being able to go out and. You know, be productive, enjoy yourself without running into all kind of obstacles or having your plans foiled, right? Um, creation versus destruction, okay? Um, is is that making sense? You you still there? Still, I, I think uh, that that sheds a lot of light on what we talk about, uh, even with uh, a lot of what's going on in um, around us. Uh, I think even with, like you said, knowing, I guess even having that wisdom or Tahuti in place, no, having that, um, having that in place, allowing you to have the proper wisdom and knowledge to know what time it is and what exactly is going on, and like even what you said with with second made in place, it's showing uh, the need for, I guess, a message to be brought forth. Right. And even even for beauty to then stem from that, you know, um, that definitely sets up that formula. Um, hey, you you just said something crucial, brother. You know, I, I definitely don't want to cut you off, but you said some crucial. I'm gonna come back to it, but 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 continue. No, that's that that's 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 the main thing I wanted to say, and just I guess just the importance of uh, the hoodie being in place. And properly seeing that with that eye of wisdom, you know, even as that relates to having the oracle in place, getting your readings done, you know, following that path, you know, to stay in line with 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 with, with that wisdom to to ensure that when you do it, you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Right, and and whatever it is that you're trying to do will be successful. Right, you know, that's that's um, you know, that is is you know like. Perfect, you know, as far as the way that our ancestors laid it down, you know, Het Heru is literally the experience of communion with the divine, the communion with nature, being 
empathy with nature. And as a result of that, all of the natural forces, right, the ancestors, the Neturu, right, they all are working with you, okay, to further you. Because you and your being in harmony, anything that you are looking to do is ultimately going to be a blessing to the world on because you're living my art. You know what I mean? You're, you know, you're, you're, het, you're experiencing hetero. You live my art and your experience will be hetero. Joy, creativity, right? Bliss, okay? Um, you know, that's, that's, that's the critical thing, right? But in second met, as you said, you know, if that experience is because we are missing Tahuti, there's, there's something that we're supposed to become aware of and we're not getting the message. That's why I heard, you know, the, her forces are called messengers. We're not getting the message. And, you know, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a beautiful thing that is produced once the message is received. So you say, you know, the beauty that is born from Sekhmet, is, it's, that's so critical because when we look at the other cosmology that um, has Sekhmet, which is the cosmology of Minifer, where she is associated with, um, you know, she's the wife of Pitah, right? Sekhmet, the wife of Pitah, and the mother of Nefertum, who is the, you know, who is the, um, the Neter of, you know, beauty. Among, you know, as well as the, the Neter of, you know, medicine, pharmacology, um, and whatnot. He's the physician of the Neteru, the physician of Ra, okay? Um, and, you know, that's, that, how you say, that whole system right there, Ptah, Sekhmet, and, you know, them producing Nefertum, both Ptah and Sekhmet are associated with disease, okay? And, you know, or, you know, just the, just the position of, um, you know, being, you know, being in a state where you have to work to come out of it, um, you know, you're ultimately being humbled, um, by the external circumstances so that something beautiful can bloom or blossom from within you. Right? So, you know, Nefertum, he's associated with the lotus, right? The lotus. And, you know, this beautiful lotus blossom that, that is birthed from Sekhmet. It's the enlightenment. It's the, it's the beautiful spirit. It's, um, you know, it is the, the healing that comes from her. Okay? Once we gain that wisdom and that perspective. Excellent, brother. I appreciate that. To you. I, I had I had um I guess another question, do one more. Um even and I am gonna try to tie it tie it in together. Uh, sure. even as as we talk about renew or renew the tech. Uh uh renew the tech. Think about that goddess and also um like after this, how would how would would those two be associated? Renunatet and Hathor. I mean, not Hathor, but uh, Etheru. And also, um, what would ensure that after that's in place, you know, protecting that or solidifying, or what would be the security? Would Sekhmet still be on defense? But like, how would what would be the security? Like to make sure that nothing does come in to, you know, tamper with uh, hit her roof when that is back in place. Okay, yeah, yeah, excellent. I say excellent question. Um, you know, Renan Utet, you know, she is the the 
Interrate of the Harvest Par Excellence. Okay, so you know, in you know, depending on which tradition we're dealing with, she's you know, you know, the wife of um, Shai. Right, Shai is the chair of destiny or you know, fate, quote unquote, fortune. Right, um, Ridenutet is you know, as we mentioned, in the the interrate of the harvest. But you know, on a deeper level, you know, her name. It you know it can be broken down a few ways you know our ancestors love to use pun and paronymy and you know things of that nature, um, you know her name literally means you know can literally be translated as nourishing snake so you know Renutet is you know she's depicted as a as a serpent you know a serpent headed um, you know uh, interit, but um, her name could also be broken down Renutet the one who begets or gives birth to the Ren. Right, the Ren meaning name. Now, the name traditionally, um, the way our people understood the name, the name always um, spoke to the function and potential of a thing, the function and potential of a of a person. Right. Um, so, you know, the the function and the potential, the purpose of a thing. Right. This is talking about. The, the thing Shai, right? So when when we look back, Renutet being read wed to Shai, okay, um, you know, the result is the harvest, right? You know, Renutet is the you know, is the interest of the harvest, right? And that harvest is, you know, the actualization of potential that is represented by a seed. You know? So this is, you know, just to to, to kind of simplify it a little bit, when we live our our destiny, number one, knowing what our destiny is, what our shai is, right? When we live our shai, we're ultimately and automatically in harmony with ma'at, right? We, if we're living our shai, we're living our purpose, right? We're in harmony with ma'at, we're in harmony with the divine you know, order, the divine will, okay? And being in that flow, right, that flow, because... Renutet is also a form of Ma'at, associated and identified with Ma'at. You type in Renutet's name, you know, and you'll see images of her with the, um, you know, with the feather of Ma'at upon her head. Okay? Um, you know, images, you know, some of those images are found in the temp- temple of, uh, you know, Seti I in, in Ebdu, right? But, you know, that nourishing serpent will beget the name or nourish and nurture that seed to ultimately that purpose, that potential, right, is actualized, i.e. the harvest is reaped, right? The harvest of our lives, okay, is reaped, okay? So, you know, just, you know, a, you know in regards to Renutet, in order to reap the harvest of our lives, all the good things that are in store for us potentially, right, in the seeds of our lives, you know, we have to be living our purpose, right? Living our purpose, we automatically puts us in the in the flow with the you know with my art. Um, but you know, as far as protecting it, yeah, that's the number one way to protect it to do my art, right? To live our purpose, do my art, as our ancestors would say, eerie my art, right? Do my art. But another way, um, of course, is to always be on guard. You know. Second met, um, you know, as the eye of Ra also plays a protective role, right? She protects him, right? Will burn his enemies or the cobra will strike out at, at his enemies. 
So these enemies don't have to be, you know, they don't have to be eternal. Almost these are the forces of Isfet within our own, within our own selves. You know, the negativity, negative emotions, um, you know, the the negative thoughts, right? That, you know, let's say that counter or contradicting idea or contradicting thought that happens almost as soon as we set our minds on doing something, you know, the doubt or the fear, insecurity creeps in, you know, um, just those, you know, those things within ourselves that can, you know, ultimately cause us to be self-defeating or whatever. You know, these are things that we have to constantly be on guard uh, against and, you know, you know, wherever we find them, destroy them. Okay, deal with them. Yeah, yeah. Two. Dwau, excellent question. Thank you. Thank you, Two. No doubt, yeah. brother. Heads up. All right. Hetepu. Simpson Watch, you're on the air. Hetem E. Hetem E. Sim. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Um, I have nothing to say. I think you just covered everything that I that, that um I wanted to say. Um, man, Ikani. Hetepu, dude. That was that was beautiful. Um. Yeah, I'm good to go. Two, all right. That's a good word. Dwaoo. Dwaoo, okay. Heads up. All right. Heads up, poo. Amari Sinefaru, you're on the air. Heads up, poo. Brother, brother, you beaming light today. You beaming light today. You know, you're throwing so much out there. But, you know, and I, and I would imagine... The different points of light are striking people in different ways. But you struck me when you said um, Sekhmet. You know, even the sound of Sekhmet sounds like sound like you about to get slapped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Just that when you said the force, when you said uh, Sekhmet is that force, uh, a message force. I interpret that as like a signal or a warning. And I and I and, you know it kind of reminds me of you know in one of a uh, one of a, a public enemies uh, songs where um, where the white man's voice said uh, seems seems that you are angry and then uh, then the brother plays the play says I got a right to be angry not people are being persecuted you know Kill. it reminds me of that force that when something is not right. Then the anger is justified as a signal or warning that you need to call on Tahuti to bring about something different than you're doing. And uh, I can relate to it on a personal level. You know, the kind of business that I'm in, I've been in for a long time. Um, right now, I'm sort of in a management level of the business. And it's a seasonal business. So when the leaves die, my business slows down too. I mean, I'm a mason by trade. And, um, my grandfather was a concrete mason. I'm a, I'm a brick and stone mason. And mm. now just, I own a company, and this time of year is generally slow. And uh, I noticed that uh, back years ago when I was single and younger, I used to work for a company. And when I would come home, and we would be working in hot sun and trying to lay these bricks, and we, we did, we built mansions, we did the brickwork. And we would, uh, I would come home very tired, 
in my 20s and stuff like that. And I had a girlfriend, you know, that we, at the time we were shacking up. Um, when I would come home, just the, you know, the power of that woman and a person in that, in that, in that, in that, in that spirit of, 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 um, Teteru, mm-hmm. the smell, the smell of the house, the smell of the food that was cooked, you know, the, the, the appearance of, of, of her beauty, all of that was like, uh, the culmination of a lot of forces that say, um, that, that when all of those forces come to a point, it is Marie. It is it is love, and you Chew. can feel it. That's why they say they say that uh, a woman makes a house, any house, a home. And that when when things are going right, that love is so powerful and beautiful that it's, it's that way. And then you know, fast forward. Right now, I have a um, like I say, a seasonal business, and it was a good year. And I agree with you. It was a good year in the summer. It was a good year in the fall. And, and, you know, fortunately, I'm able to kind of got ahead on my bills to the point now they're around getting to zero. So I'm not under stress at the time. But I remember years back, years back, when this season would come along, even in the household, that Marie or that or that Heteru uh, would turn to segment. When, you know what I mean? <laughs> segment, hey, these bills, ain't, you know what I mean? Well, something's not right. And see, and so that's a useful tool in terms of being able to share because instead of reacting to uh, sometimes in our households, reacting to anger, many times our brothers would then uh, lash back. We tend to lash back. You know, to show, show frustration and anger in the home when bills are not getting paid or things are not getting taken care of and brothers are drinking, buying beers and all this kind of stuff. Uh, we tend to lag back instead of re- taking that as a signal or a message to do something different. Uh, think of think of another way. This, this ain't right. So she carries that. She carries that force. She carries that force, and that and that beautiful uh, um, that uh, um, that rule will turn into segment on you. There ain't nothing more powerful <laughs> than that force when it when it comes down. So I feel blessed. That, you know, as I get older, I'm able to manage manage my life in ways that uh, I think ahead and try to manage manage this season when it comes. I'm very conservative. I spend very little money during this season because I understand that uh, I've been visited by Stegnet too many times in the past to know I know better. <laughs> I that signal. So, uh, you know, kind of thinking about the brother's question uh, uh uh, about how in real time, it, it is definitely a useful uh, cosmology to understand because it does help you in real time. It teaches you not to react to the forces that you see. Mm-hmm. Instead, take, take these forces as a message to, you know, to take a deep breath, step back, and try to analyze, like you say, use the hootie, and try to figure another way. Uh, and to also say, have the patience to say, this season will pass. And things will get better. Yo. But, uh, but thank you know, thanks for that light. That was that was a, that was one that hit me good because I live I live that, that segment. I know, <laughs> you know. Dude, <laughs> do hey, I, do hey. I, do I, do I? Do I the Do I, brother? Appreciate that. <laughs> Keep it coming, baby. Do you? Do you? Heads up. Heads up, boo. Heads up, boo.
you know, equals you about to get slapped, right? But it's it's the slap, you know, it's analogous to <laughs> it's analogous to um, you know, someone is 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 asleep and the house is on fire. Not aware that the house is burning, right? Or they're not aware that the house is burning, but you are. So you're trying to, you know, help them, you know, get up so they can get out of there before they get burned up, of course. So, you know, you might call their name initially. They don't, you know, they don't answer. You might yell. You might shake them. They don't answer. Like, they're in a deep sleep. So the next thing you know, whap, wake up, yo, we got to get out of here. And hopefully that smack is enough. (laughs) But, yeah, absolutely, right? Second met is that get right, you know. Um, You know, it's funny that, you know, it says, you know, I just say, all nets will fear you when the second you know, as as she represents the you know the you know aspect of Hetheru. Once Hetheru gets upset, you know, I, this is to say that you know what nothing scarier to our ancestors than that man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want you want playing around with it? So you know, um, yeah, man. You know, the the story is 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 very rich. Is is it's definitely applicable on you know multiple levels right down to the modern time you know you know when you read the tradition you see Ra you know, Ra you know gave you know gave the very first baby please baby baby please come back right it was Ra that gave the first one <laughs> okay so you know definitely 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 okay um yeah, those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother Uncle New. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio. We're dealing with the subject, the return of Federu, right? Celebrating the return of Cool Kim and our second year anniversary of the show. And, um, you know, man, as we said, we're coming off, right, of a, you know, excellent year. And it'll be, this year is beginning excellent. Um, you know, we had. You know, let's say we're talking about Hetheru and how when she returns, she brings the goodness back. She brings the sweetness back. She brings the prosperity and the joy back, right? Um, The fertility back. So, you know, with our hiatus, we got the chance to do the work, right? Tahuti, you know, got with Tahuti, and, you know, Tahuti was able to bring Hetheru back. With Hetheru, the creativity came back, right? The fertility came back. So there's a lot of things, a lot of good things going on. Um, some of the things underway, right? We we release um you know a few you know, a few things right at the end of the year, December. Um, you know, we had the you know, the R B G dub plate project released by um, you know, Repat Nation. Right, our good brother Tahir RBG was, um, you know, privileged to host that, and you know, it was an excellent project, right? So that was one of the things that we had, and actually, in the same weekend, we had the release of the Black Biblos by our good brother um, Rob Mary, right? Good brother Rob Mary released the Black Biblos, you know, excellent book, you know, work of art and you know, master craftsmanship. Um, and it's you know it's it's been doing very well. You know this book. There's only you know there was only a hundred right. There was only a hundred copies printed in the initial printing right. Only a hundred copies in the world. Fifty in the Western Hemisphere. Fifty on the continent of Africa. 
And right now, as it stands, I have about 21 copies left, right? So, you know, these joints are going, um, you know, got like hotcakes. So, you know, definitely you want to check that out, okay? So, that's going on. We got the family with uh, the products that they're working on. We got uh, des- design culture, right? You want to you wanna get your, you know, your beautiful African Right, African clothes, right? You know, apparel, shirts, towels, um, bed sheets, right? The whole, the whole nine. You know, we, we, you know, we got you got to get over to the website, Design Culture. That's D E Z I G N K U L C H A. Okay, dot com. Designculture dot com. Get over there. And, um, you know, support the fam. That's for my good sister, Simsari Betts. Okay? Right? Some good things going on. And, um, see, what else we got going, right? We got the, you know, the brother, Tahir BG. He's just started the web series, um, you know, Tracking the Storm. Right? This is like the, the prelude. To the release of his forthcoming album, uh, Hymns of the Whirlwind, which is a revolutionary masterpiece. Okay, it's a revolutionary music masterpiece. You know, as the brother said, you know, I, I will echo it. Um, you know, it's definitely an album that will change the game, right? Change the game as far as um, you know, black liberation music goes. Right? This is the soundtrack. Right, so hymns of the whirlwind. You know, keep your eye out for tracking the storm, and you know that's the brother that you hear at the top of every Cool Kim episode. Um, you know, that's his music that you hear at the top of the show. You can find that music and more at Tahir. dot Bandcamp. B A N D C A M P. dot com. Right, Tahir. T A H I R. dot B A N D C A M P. dot com. Tahir. Support, 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 support design culture, support Rob Mary with the black bibigos, right? These are all Hanin Sue repatination products, right? Um, so that's going on. We have also, um, you know, my forthcoming book, my forthcoming work, Remembering Osir, right? On the verge of being released. I'm not playing, family. It's, it's it's the real deal. Okay. Finishing up the editing as we speak. And we are 578 pages in. Okay. We're 578 pages in. Okay. 578 pages in. Into the editing. You know, before it's all said and done, more than likely... We're going to be, you know, about 600-something pages in in this book, right? This book will be, you know, 600 pages or so. So um, definitely, definitely, right, that one's going to be released this spring, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, right? Now, I don't know. I saw that the saw that the family, um, the Sesame Yaku crew was in the building. Is Is that Mama T... Or is that Tahir LBG? Or is that both? Because there's something else on the works, and I want to make sure that it's cool to go ahead on and speak on that. 
Alright, so so you know, you can let me know real quick in the chat or you know how you say Tahir if you dare call in okay. But in the mean between time we also have the um you know speaking of, you know, Mama T, um, we have Kinzaki dolls, right? The Kinzaki dolls, right? This is um African centered right, African Dolls, right? African dolls that are here to replace your devil Barbies, right? And, and you know your your, your devil, you know your your Sutetian cabbage patch and all of that, <laughs> right? Um, you know our sister, along with you know her associates, are um, you know have released and have you know made you know dolls that reflect. Us and our culture And reflect our daughters And their culture Right African culture You know African um, You know African You know um, You know Standards of beauty Right African standards of beauty You know Having You know Having the ability To You know Implant into our Our daughter uh, into our daughters, right, a standard of beauty that reflects them and their people, okay? So, um, you know, the, when you see the dolls, you can look up Kinzaki Dolls um, on Facebook. Going to give you the, you know, make sure I give you the exact spelling. Okay, Kinzaki Dolls, that's K-E-N-T-A-K-E, doll, right? Type that in, K-E-N-T-A-K-E, doll. Okay, Kentucky Dolls. Right on Facebook, and you know, check out check out the work, the you know the the art that you know our sister, you know, is putting you know putting out right African dolls in African attire, and you know from what I from what I heard, right from what I heard, you can even get matching clothes, matching attire for your daughters to wear, to where her and you know your daughter and the doll can be wearing the same beautiful African clothing. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely, definitely check them out. Support, you know, real good things there. Okay. Um, right. So, it's Mama T in the chat. You know, Ty here is not, not in the building, but I'm, I'm just going to go ahead on and mention it anyway. Um, you know, be on the lookout for a concert lecture tour, you know, featuring myself and the brother Ty here on BG. Um, you know, possibly the the Hinesu, the sister circle of Hinesu, right? The sisters of Hinesu, and um, you know, but definitely, you know, the concert and lecture um, tour, right? Series that we're going to be doing centered around the divine African feminine principle and the role of the African woman, the divine African woman in African liberation. Okay. Um, can let you know, you know, my, um, you know, my part, my subject, um, will be called Offset, okay, Offset, right, the architect, or the archetype, pardon me, Offset, the archetype of the divine African woman, subtitle, Giving Birth to the Liberator, okay, Offset, the archetype of the divine African woman, giving birth to the liberator, right, that's, Part, the lecture part of the lecture concert tour featuring myself and the brother Ty Hill RBG coming this spring. 
right? So stay tuned for that. If you'd like to, um, you know, bring us out to your city, definitely you can contact us. Um, you know, you can contact us at Repat Nation, right? R-E-P-A-T-N-A-T-I-O-N, right? RepatNation at gmail.com. TahirRBG at gmail.com, right? That's T-A-H-I-R-R-B-G at gmail.com. Heninsu, H-E-N-E-N-S-U at gmail.com. If you're interested in the details regarding that tour, you know, you would like to know more and bring us out your way, okay? So that's going on, right? That's the spring, right? These are like, everything that we're talking about. We're, we're still talking about the springtime, right? We're talking about hetero. We're talking about design culture clothes. We're talking about um, the Black Biblos. We're talking about the RBG Dubplate Project. We're talking about design culture. We're talking about Kentucky Dolls, right? We're talking about hymns of the whirlwind. We're talking about remembering Osir, the book, right? We're just getting started, family. <laughs> just getting started. Okay? So, the tour is on and popping. Okay? The tour is on. And, right, when September comes around, and we're going to be announcing this, going public um, with the details, you know, Pretty soon, within the next day, you know, day or so, right? It's going to be a few days, but um, within the next couple of days, I should say, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, right? But it's 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 going to be very soon that we're going to go public with all of the details. But um, we definitely have a date, and I'm going to give you the date now, okay? The Cool Kim Kemet Tour, that's right, that's what I said, the Cool Kim Kemet tour, okay, is taking place this September, right, we will be leaving from the U.S. September the 3rd, okay, and flying to Kemet, flying to to Egypt, right, to Kemet, okay, and we will be taking a tour, right, through our ancestral land, our holy land, right? This is our sacred pilgrimage, okay? This is going to Kimber September the 3rd through the 13th, okay? September the 3rd through the 13th, right? The Cool Kim Kimmy tour will be going on, right? Real quick, um, you know, what we will be doing is, you know, we're going to begin our trip, right? After we fly into Cairo, we're going to begin our trip in Luxor, Upper Kemet, right? We want to begin our trip with the, with the, you know, with the most Africanness that we can, right? The African essence that we can. So we're going to begin our trip in Upper Kemet, in Luxor, right? From Luxor, the next day we're going to go to Ibdu, right? Which is called Abydos, and Yunut, which is called Dendera. To visit the temple, the Osarian temple of Seti I and the temple of Heseru in Dendera, right? Going to visit those temples, right? Going to come back to Luxor and spend two days there visiting the temple of Luxor, right? Temple of Amun-Ra, Amaut, and Kansu, right? At Luxor and Karnak. Visiting the, the, you know, the gigantic colossus 
the colossal statue of Amenhotep the first, right? So-called Colossus of Nimnon. Okay, visit the Luxor Museum, right? We're going to then the next day go to the west side of the Nile and visit the Valley of the Kings, right? Visit the um, you know, the Temple of Hetzepsut, okay? Visit the um, you know, going to see. I want to put the Valley of the Queens in there, right? But we're going to definitely be it in in Luxor and a beach. You know, definitely, you guys, you know, be able to do your thing with shopping and the markets and all of that, right? So, um, that's Luxor, right? From Luxor, we're going to take a cruise down the Nile, right down Hopi. We're going to take a cruise all the way down. We're going to stop in in you know Behudet in Edfu to visit the temple of Heru Behudet, right? Then we're going to go to Komombo or Nubiet, right, to visit the temple of Heruwar, right, in the Sebek Museum, right? Then we're going to sail further south, down into Aswan to Okay, the temple of Oset. We're going to visit the stone quarry called the, the unfinished um, Obelisk. We're going to visit the Nubian Museum. We're going to visit um, the botanical gardens and the Nubian village, okay? Among, you know, among other things going on in Aswan, um, you know, definitely there's the, the big Aswan market. We're going to spend like two days in Aswan, and then we're going to go from Aswan deeper south into Abu to visit the temple of Raherukuti, um you know, and the temple of Hetheru, these temples were built by uh, Ramesu II, okay, the, you know, and the temple of Hetheru, of course, was built by Ramesu II on behalf of his queen, his Nubian queen, by the way, the Queen Nefertari, okay. From Abu Simbol, we're going to go back to Aswan, spend a day in Aswan, and then fly, right, that'll be a free day, we're going to fly from Aswan, to um, you know, to Cairo, where we'll be able to visit um, you know, all the big monuments, the the Giza, right, pyramids, Khufu, Khufra, and Minkadura. Um, visit Heru Maket or the so-called Sphinx. Visit the Saqqara monuments, right, the Old Kingdom monuments, right. We're going to visit the Egyptian Cairo Museum. Okay, right. This is these are the things that's going to be going on in Cairo, and then you know. That's where we're going to end the trip in Cairo. But this is the trip, right? The Cool Kim Kemet Tour. If you like the knowledge that you hear, okay, on Cool Kim Radio, right? And, you know, what you, what you are getting in the Black Biblos, right? This is, this is our tour, Cool Kim Kemet Tour, featuring myself and the brother um, Ra Mary as tour leaders, Okay. And, you know, this is this is a tour that is going to be, you know, unlike any other because we're going to be teaching, we're going to take you through these places, the sacred temples. We're going to take you to 
the temple of Seti I and break down to you the comedic ancestral tradition and the system of ancestral veneration. We're going to take you through these temples and explain to you the nature of these Neturu and you're going to understand the comedic spiritual tradition. You're going to learn them in the same place that our ancestors learned them. Right? Then we're going to tie it all in right, and show the, the continuity and kinship, the lineage. And so, you know, as we're walking through these places and we're seeing the festivals on the wall, we're going to demonstrate to you the connection between, let's say, the festival of beautiful reunion in association with Heteru that we talked about today and how it connects to the, uh, the festival of Osun Osagbo. Right? In Nigeria. Right? And how Osun has to be appeased. Right? Osun of the river, right? Of the Osun River has to be appeased during this festival. Right? Every year. We're going to talk about it. Right? It is not one to miss, family. <laughs> okay? So, Right, we got all of the things going on, the, the products, right, the clothes, right, the dolls, the music, the books, okay? And all of these things are serving as a prelude to the Cool Kim Kimmet tour where, you know, everything that you've seen up until that point is going to all come home and going to make sense, okay? It's going to make sense to you and, you know, you're going to be able to Say not only did you go to Kemet, not only did you go to Kemet, but you went to Kemet and you understood what it was that you were seeing, right? You're you're seeing things on the wall. It's being broken down to you, right? You're not only visiting the temple of the Neturu, but you're learning about the Neter that the temple belongs to, their nature and how they relate to you. And you're going to see and understand how your ancestors work with them, right? The layout of the temple and how it reflected the, the, the priesthood and the levels and degrees of the priesthood, okay? And how it relates and reflects back to you. This is what we're going to deal with, family. So definitely, 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 definitely you want to stay tuned. You definitely want to stay tuned, okay? For the cool Kim Kimmy tour. <laughs> Alright, so yo, that's what's going on, right? Het Heru has returned and this is just some of the you know, some of the things, right? There's a lot of other things that we have um, you know, planned, right, as far as working on for the year, you know, possible festivals during the year. Okay, um, you know, possible retreats during the year. It's a lot of things, so you definitely, definitely, definitely want to, um, you know, you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And, hey, if you can, if you can budget the trip, we're going to, you know, put the, you know, make the itinerary and the price, the cost of it um, public very soon, right? But, hey, it's the trip of the lifetime. If you can make the trip, okay, we're, we're going to be offering the trip definitely at a cost that is, um, way cheaper, okay, you know, hundreds of dollars, several hundreds of dollars cheaper than um, what others, you know, are currently offering the trip for, and, um, you know, we're going to, you know, like like we said, you know, you're going to be getting, this is not just a tour to Kemet, this is a cool Kim 
chemitor. So you're going to be getting the knowledge. Okay, you're going to be getting the actual tradition. This is the cool Kim Kimitour. The the actual name of the tour, right? It's Hinensu and Repatriation presents the cool Kim Kimitour, exploring the comedic tradition in its African context. Okay, that's what we're doing. You're going to be getting the comedic spiritual tradition in the vein of Hinensu and Cool Kim. So, right, this is um you definitely not one to miss. Going to be well worth the trip. Right? Well worth the trip. Okay? So, you know, if we don't have to blow them tax returns, right? Hey, put it aside for the trip of a lifetime. <laughs> okay? Um, two, two, two. Right? Those of you that are just tuning in, this is your brother, Unc Benu. You're listening to Cool Kim Radio. We dealt with, we dealing with, we dealt with the return of Tedaru. Right? And, um, you know, we just finished laying out some of the things, man, that she brought back with her return. And, you know, we're going to now open up the lines for the last time today for the family to chime in. Um, if you have something that you'd like to say or add, any questions or comments, you know, whatever the case may be, by all means, feel free to do so. We love to hear from you. If you have something that you'd like to add but you don't necessarily want to call in, feel free to leave your comment or question in the talk show live chat room. And we'll get to it ASAP. Right? Gonna open up the lines. Hetepu, Sim Salibet, you on the air. Hetepu. See you. Two, two. You, um, a lot of great information and um, a lot of great things that are happening. And Definitely thank you for the um, shout-out for Design Culture and all the rest of the um, uh, creative projects that are going on. And, to you. Uh, so it definitely is the return of Heteru with joy and the creativity um, on a holistic level. And to you. appreciate it. Two, absolutely, no doubt. Dwaru, good to go? Good to go. All right, to you. Hit up. Hit up. Okay. Hit up, poo. Marina Turt, you're on the air. Hit up, poo. All Talking right. Talking about Satan, I'm in here uh, trying to make something to eat, so I'm going to keep it short. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just... Second, the second everything that uh, she's probably that just laid out. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about the stuff that we got in the works and happy for the return of of Hatteroo. Two, 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 definitely, definitely happy about that. All right, good to go. Two. Okay, Dwau, heads up. All right, Hetepu, Ikwanif, you're on the air. Hetepu. All right, to you. Man, happy, happy uh, coming back. Glad to have you back on on the airways. Uh, get to uh, you know chime in and ask the questions as we do. Thank you for the work that you uh, put out, what you're doing, um, and thank you for allowing me to. 
realize how important to who he is in this uh, overall process. So, um, you know, and how important stand on our wise uh, square um, as far as we going back to get this thing that we lost. So uh, I say, Dwight, and tell man, thank you for the work that you're doing. Wow to the family, and um, you know we we doing good, man. Even with the products that you're naming, there's there's an accumulation of products we're having more. All oh, right, hey brother, real quick, thank you too, because there's some I didn't name. We also have Poofy Organics. You, you, right, absolutely. Poofy Organics, get your organic products, your organic healthcare products, right? From the good yeah. sister CL Larry, right? Definitely, definitely, definitely get your get your products, uh, your organic healthcare, organic um, hygienic products, right? Poofy Organics. We also have um, the good brother Keperu Marawat Ib, you know, live and direct from Seychelles, Africa. Right, Seychelles, if you don't know, that's an island off the east coast of Africa, right? You know what I mean? So, yo, Seychelles, the good brother Keperu Marawat Ib and his um, Vitality Clinic. You know, he also has yeah. products, and, you know, he offers um, holistic um, health consultations um, via, you know, online, via Skype, you know, over the phone, et cetera, and so on. So, um, you know, you can also book him at Hinesu.com. When you go to Hinesu.com, you see book services. You click book services, you'll see that you can book a health consultation with the brother as well as other services that we offer, such as, you know, Tahir in concert, um, myself in, in uh, you know, being able to come out and lecture, um, you know, spiritual readings, you know, et cetera, and so on. So it's a lot that we got going on, family. But, two, continue, brother. Just had to interject that. <laughs> well, that's, that's a wonderful interjection, but uh, I, I guess that's just to confirm everything that I was talking about. And the prosperity and the growth and uh, the light that I see, you know, uh, coming from Hinesu. And I'd like to say thank you to Hinesu, the family, you, uh, the QM, uh, for keeping that that, um, that vibrant uh, house. For keeping that, uh, what they say, you always keep a light on. That's in Motel 6. <laughs> keeping that light on, brother. So um, you know, I'm 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 happy to be a part, and you know, I'm um, ready to definitely uh, take more more part and help out as more as I can, brother. So do I. Thank you for the work. Too, no doubt, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. You. All right. To you. Heads up. Until. All right, definitely, definitely salute to Hanisu, salute to the brother Equanif, putting in the works. I mean, he might be the hardest, hardest working man, hardest working man in the joint. <laughs> to you. All right. Hey, Chuck, Shimsu watch, you on the air. <laughs> to you. Choo-choo, you got anything you like to say or add? Oh no, I, I'm 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 good to go. I just want to let everybody know that this special is definitely in full effect. Um, the sisters are doing great things, and um, I encourage everybody to, or all, all the sisters on the line, to uh, come on in. All right, I say that's a good word, Dwau. Dwau, to you, heads up. 
All right. Hetapu, Brother Aubrey. Hey, hey, what's up, brother? What's up, family? Hey, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good, man. I just wanted to congratulate you, man, on your two-year anniversary. And it's just good to hear all the family talking, Savannah, Shabazz, uh, Mama T. I know Tahir is about to come back up on the phone. I got the chance to meet him at the RVG picnic in Dallas. And um, just... uh, uh, the, the queen mother uh we just sitting here enjoying you know listening and uh like i said man it's just a breath of fresh air i know everyone has a, has a you know the same feeling and uh that's all man just looking forward to the book and um enjoying the black biblios and trying to push it out there man and you know still got that 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 segment club on people uh, <laughs> pulling that club out for people online. I know you know it's just where I'm at right now, and that's all, man. Just just it, happy to hear everybody back, and I'm um, looking forward to the year. Tio, Tio, all right, hey, but it's good to good to have you back with us, and shout out to you and your queen. Definitely salute. That's right, and and, and black Pan African power as well. Black Pan African power. Ain't no other kind of power. Ain't no other. All right. <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate you for sure. All right, family. Peace. Two, two. Heads up. All right. Okay. We got here. Heads up, poo. That's Tahir here, RBG. Heads up. That's up. That's up. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we checking in with the whole family. Lil was in the back getting it in. <laughs> we all we all doing it. Chew, chew, Yes, it's just great great to, to to have to come back back on the waves, back on the airways, getting it in, man. It was a great, great session today. Excellent. You know. Wow. All right. I say you got anything you wanna uh you wanna say regarding some of the things that's going on, getting ready to pop off, etc. So on. Oh man, it's, you know what? Repatriation is a situation. Repatriation is a situation. Um, we got a couple of things happening. Um, you know, uh, um, I don't know if everybody has heard about the Warriors conference coming up. Uh, February 27th and 28th is going to be in Tampa. It's going to be a pretty big, pretty big deal. Um, you know, we'll be we'll be representing up in there. Um, and everybody, look out. You know, you know, keep, keep your eye. I mean, nobody you can't help but keep your eye up for that. The, the, the book coming up. Remember, you um, can't wait till that drops. And um, myself, I hear all um and our, and our good brother up the new will be will be getting out there and, and setting it up. More repat nation uh repat nation situations out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> it's going down, uh, and man, I'm 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 excited. You know, I'm excited and um uh, yeah, it's going down. I don't know if Mama T's talking about Kendaki. Okay, she already already right. So uh yep. yep. We 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 in there. 
All right. I say that's a good word, brother. That's a good word. Ace, appreciate you for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, of course, man. All to the good. To you. All right, brother Dwight. Heads up. Heads up. All right. We got a comment here. Chiming in. This is the good brother Israel in the building. He says, it has been an honor to have been a part of this family for the past two years. I've started the internal work that will push closer to my divinity. Dwight. All right, man. Appreciate that. That. You know what I mean? That, you know, those good words, those words of love and, and, and definitely testimony right there. You know, I want you to know it's been an honor just to have you amongst us as well, brother, you know, your presence. And, you know, that same thing for, for everyone, you know, in the Hinesu Repatination family, right? want to let you know we definitely love and appreciate you and thankful for you and, you know, honor your presence because we wouldn't be able to do the things that we're doing if you weren't here. You know what I mean? Straight up. So, you know, want you to know you are appreciated, right? And, um, yo, Hey, man, we back in business, back in full effect, and, you know, it's a lot, as we mentioned, a lot of things going on, a lot of things that, you know, we didn't even, we didn't even say as far as, you know, what's going on, so, um, you know, um, you know, definitely, definitely, you want to stay tuned, if you haven't already, okay, get over to Hinesu.com, right, and sign up so we can keep you up to date with what's going on. Um, as soon as the Ku Kim Kimmit tour goes public, that will be the place for you to sign up for the tour, right? So that's www.heninsu, H-E-N-E-N-S-U.com, www.heninsu.com. Get over there, sign up so that we can keep you up to date via, you know, our press releases and newsletters on any and all of our products, including um, the Ku Kim Kimmit tour this September the 3rd, okay? September the 3rd, right? Um, okay, and also check us out at Hinesu on your know, Facebook.com slash Hinesu. That's, um, you know, same thing, H-E-N-E-N-S-U, Facebook.com slash Hinesu, okay? Get over there, like the page so we can keep you up to date, right? Check out Repat Nation on Facebook, right? Type it in. R-E-P-A-T-N-A-T-I-O-N, right? Repat Nation is a situation, right? Check out um, Design Culture, D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-U-L-C-H-A, Design Culture, right? www.designculture.com, and you can also check out Design Culture on Facebook, okay? Check out Kentucky Dolls. On Facebook, okay, Kentucky Dolls, right? That's K-E-N-T-A-K-E, Doll, right? Kentucky Dolls, right? Check it out, okay? Um, check out Poofy Organics, P-O-O-F-Y Organics, Poofy Organics on Facebook, okay? Right? So you don't want to make sure we get all the fans' products in there, man. We have to support one another Get the current going so that things can begin moving in the direction that we wanted to go. So definitely want to get all the fam's products in there, right? Check out Tahir's music, right? Tahir RBG's music, his entire catalog is available. Tahir.bandcamp.com, right? T-A-H-I-R dot 
Bandcamp, B-A-N-D-C-A-M-P.com, Tahir.Bandcamp.com. Check the brother out, support, okay? Um, definitely, 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 family, you know, I want to thank everyone for tuning in, everyone that called in, everyone that, you know, was in the chat room, everyone that listened in, okay? want to thank you, you know, want you to know you are appreciated, your presence is appreciated, your uh, your attention and your time is appreciated, man, you know, so definitely, definitely, um, you know, want to thank you, and um, yo, we're going to be back next week, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that, next week, right, we'll know the schedule for sure, but next week we'll be back, same time, same place, okay, same time, same place, with, you know, more mu- more cool Kim. So until next time, family. Right? Wanna will you all. Right? Unct Neb. Sineb Neb. Aut im Neb. Right? That's all life, all health, all joy and gladness. Right? Ready Tenu Unk Mira in the May you have or receive. Life like Ra eternally. Alright? Thank you, family. Synapsy, be well. Hetapoon. <laughs>